0: You good? You good to go? Nah.
1: Why
2: do you have to lose? You're living in poverty. Your schools are no good. You have no jobs. 58% of your youth is unemployed. What the hell do you have to lose? We're life on the other of America. Mama let me sit the 40. I was just a shorty. Damn. Then I started spitting garlic. And they said, record me, man. I feel like this shit was for me. This shit just my story. Yeah, uh, Jonathan Porch, uh, I got a porch, I'm gonna take it back. I'm on the block with the killers and in my own, of course. Yeah, Jay, Jay. I see my mom and dad separate, ain't talking divorce. Talkin divorce. So daddy was living by the pot, and he died by the torch. Jay, Jay. I'm where the is, we like the Hey, hey, I'm a daddy. I listen to stuff it's the same way that Ray Ray did. I saw so a stuff is an HK, and I just was a great kid. Hey, no guy, we grew up with hitters and did everything they said. Put on the block, we spinning it. Running the spot, we getting it. Give us some work, we flipping it. I'm here from Jed, I ain't here back. I need a lawyer, money for commissary, ain't nobody in shinning I'm in my cell, like when I get up, I'm making a movie, no mess Oh, yes. Yeah. Back home and I'm French on bell. Phone chirping, it was next to tell. Black popping, it was at your cell. Big dog staying sharp and walk. I was back in just to
3: catch a cell. Same black we was calling before. I was praying I didn't catch a cell. Yes, sir, we back. Season 2, episode 14 of the Argan Brothers podcast. Good to see my brothers back in the, the virtual building. <laughs> What's happening, fellas? What's going on? What's bro? i man. Glad to be back. It's been two weeks. i um, Key and uh, JD were out there in D.C. Getting
2: Protesting a- for the
3: people. <laughs> Protesting for the people. I like that. Absolutely. So, D Springs, what's up with you, bro? How you been?
4: Man, everything light and easy, man. You know, just shaking my head at my coach, you know. He, he about to mess up a good thing, you know. We're going to die, we, it, well, we dive
3: No doubt about that. We're going to
4: die. Other than that, man, everything good. Everything good. Yeah,
3: Key, you got the fresh cup, boy.
4: Oh you know, uh, man,
5: I feel like, I feel good, bro. You feel light on your you feet? You know, to have all that shit off my head. My body, like, bro, I was, I was expecting you to come with the bush, but when you came with the
3: with the with the um with the beard, I was like, damn, what's really going on out here? <laughs> it's rough out here, though. JD, man, what you doing, man? You doing sit-ups over
2: there? You having a little picnic or something, man? <laughs> <laughs> they've <laughs> that, that, that got them Ritz
4: crackers and cheese and <laughs> wine over that drink, bro.
3: <laughs> what, you, what you eat, you're munching on something, dog? Then he's sitting on the, the, you head sitting head on the floor like that, right, having a real picnic. Picnic <laughs> yeah, <he, he>, <laughs> on ass. his wing. Got your blanket set out right, dog? <laughs> uh-huh. You know, sometimes you got to do what you do. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know
1: wine, you know what I'm
4: saying. Got look grapes and all that stuff, you know. You know, like,
1: cause we didn't get to do the uh, you know, the curve the Caribbean wine fest. I'm having the Caribbean wine fest
3: right here. <laughs> oh, you, know, you know how much money them people lost, boy. Man, man. Well,
1: like, oh,
4: and
3: they losing in July too. I'm sure.
4: Oh yeah, that's a lot of money. They might they might have it in July to be that social distance? All right, y'all gotta have this right oh,
3: here. That, man. Man, you, can't. <laughs> you can't have a social distance with that, it's too many people. Yeah, no way, dog. People itching to get out too? Yeah. <laughs> wow, they could do it. It's got a limited amount of tickets, yeah. Cause yeah. That, that's people it. Find a way to try to, get... yeah. yeah. That's gonna be crazy. I, I wouldn't be out there, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might do
5: Shoot, the you. Went,
4: you went out there last weekend in uh in DC, you might work, but
5: I may. Yeah, but I made sure I was in little pockets where I wasn't <laughs> You
3: yeah. was in your little bubble? <laughs> yeah.
1: Now I was looking for Keon, too. I couldn't find him the
4: entire time. Hey.
3: I'm sure that's like a needle on a haystack. Hey, look. Look,
4: Keon, you, you might well go Throw your
3: mask on and hat on. Hey, get your blue mm-hmm.
1: blockers on, you're good. Nah, I'm good, Man, bro. I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I, I was like Keon, too. Like, like I wouldn't... Like, like, right on 16th Street, where they changed the blue Black Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Man, listen, I was like going through that little walkthrough.
6: Uh,
1: <laughs> I wasn't with it. I wasn't with it at all. And I would tell people, like, man, go around, like, you know, like yeah, oh, yeah. go around.
4: Oh man, I
1: can't I can't I can't go out like that. <laughs> I was, like, the lump lump out here,
3: boy.
6: <laughs>
3: yeah, man, we got some some dope topics today, man, and you know everything that's going on in the world with social injustice, COVID nineteen. A lot of people are going through it. And as you see, a lot of sports figures uh, using their platform to speak about social injustice, um, protesting all over the world, man, and I love it. All colors um, It's not just a black thing. I know Key and James, y'all went down there to DC to protest on last Saturday. Tell us kind of about your experience, and then we'll dive in from, a, from an athlete standpoint.
5: OK well um, like i said it was a, um it definitely was good to see how enthusiasm these young folks are you know blend in with the old people too and the middle aged people and a different race just ready for change man i think people on more than black people just finally fed up the way how in just, you know we've been getting treated for what what over 300 years 400. so 400 so You know what I'm saying, just to see everybody really won't change, and it was was good to see that man. Cause you know our young generation get a lot of bad publicity about you know different things coming up. How the young generation is, but just to see them out there, man, just all as one coming together. Like um, James probably contested this too. Um, Seemed like it was well organized. Whoever they had, like not just one leader. It was different people protesting and different, it was like a multiple one. It's just one like this person doing all this organized. It was like multiple protests going on from like, I saw like nurses from Howard. I saw young people. I saw white people, uh, Hispanics, everybody. So it was just good to see that man. Everybody just want to become a one, you know, people under God, under the flag. So, you know, that was my experience of it. What about you, JD? I
1: think, I think he just said it. Very well stated because, I mean, everything he said is absolutely correct. I don't even have any additional things on that because he's right. I mean, it was well-organized, well-planned, well-developed, well-executed,
0: mm-hmm. right? I
1: think that's one thing that what Killer Mike message was, right? Um, focus on strategizing um, and execution and operate, operating strategy. He says a bunch of things. I don't remember. But anyway, I mean, it was, it was, it was something that, you know, we could be proud of, um, that people can be proud of, and that is still ongoing to this day. It hasn't stopped. It's not going to stop. I think that is something that people better realize and understand that, you know, these young people are very passionate about this, and not just young. Oh, I ran by a guy that um, actually when I was leaving because I had sweat out of my second shirt, and I was like, All right, I, I'm kind of <laughs> done with this. And and I and I was walking. No, I wasn't walking. Actually, I rented one of those little bicycles off the thing, so I jumped on that. Right, After I thought, wiped it down with with uh, my, my hand sanitizer,
0: right?
1: <laughs> right? So I wiped it down and everything, right? Because Kovach is still real. And I, I rode the bike back up to my car. And the guy that was coming down there, he had like two or three posters rolled up. And he was getting out of his car. And he had to be, he was a white gentleman, he had to be probably like 75, 80 years old. You know, because you know, I know that he's, he had to be at that, that age, because older people, they don't care what weather it is, they still wear like a full suit uh, <laughs> something. <that, laughs>
6: <laughs> something yeah, shirt,
1: jacket something yeah. right. It don't bother them at all for some reason. The heat don't bother them, or they just like I'm used to it. <clears> so he was coming down there, and he was going down the protest, and he stopped for a second. I, we were talking, just chatting for real quick, as we walking past each other, and I would just you know, to me that felt real good seeing you know, young, old, middle age, everyone just knowing that you know that yeah, it even though it's still going to take so much. We got so much to go, so far to go. Um, the fact that, you know, people have at least had some understanding of, you know, you know, the black plight in America and that, you know, they need to, things need to change. So it was, it was like, like he said, it was well organized, you know, had people passing out water, passing out uh, uh, fruits, passing out people, people hydrated. So, um, so it was, it was, it was something that, you know, as a collective unit, you know, you have multiple leaders, people still worked as a unit. And, and that's what we're going to have to keep, keep going. Um, and I know when we get to the topics, that's one of the topics I definitely want to talk about because I think that's going to have to happen in other
3: avenues uh, uh, as far as in sports. Yeah, man. So you see a lot of, you know, sports figures are speaking up, whether they're white, uh, Latino, black, all the they they're speaking up, using their platform. What do you guys think about like the major athletes that people follow and listen to? What do y'all think about, uh, you know, what's going on now with the athletes using their platform to talk about social injustice and the voting rights and all that. stuff? These I
4: think, I think it's, it's, it's time. Like we, we look at back in the day where a lot of guys stayed, you know, they stayed away from it. You know, everybody hit Michael Jordan up about it, but well, Mike didn't ever speak. Well, you never heard the Isaiah Thomas, the magic. They might've said it, but it was more under their breath or in a group that's on their platform. And I think now what has happened is, you know, the LeBrons, the Kyries, the new age, they, they've seen all of it from the Rodney King on down. So it's like, you know what, we tired of this. Like we done got fed up. We tired of like going through this, going through that. We seeing the people that don't have a voice struggle. We seeing these young kids, you know, who look up to us, you know, and say, okay, what, what are they doing? You know what I'm saying? Cause they in the streets. And they like, yo, like 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 someone said the other day, no matter how much money you get paid, you still black. Uh, no man. matter what. And people are gonna feel some kind of way, whether you huh? Shannon Sharp said that, man. If you're gonna quote the man, give that man sure. credit. At the yeah. end of the day, at the end of the day, no matter what you do, no matter how much money you get paid, you still are who you still who you are. And either you're gonna speak up or these young kids gonna roll over you. Period. <laughs> they uh, not, they don't, they're not taking no for an answer. And once people get in their mind that these kids are not taking no for an answer, mm-hmm. you might as well get on their back and let's keep riding.
3: Yeah, yeah what, do you, what do you think, Keith?
5: Yeah, like Donovan said, man, it's good to see um, just not one or two, everybody are coming together. I love what the NFL did with the young stars putting together that uh, video, reaching out to the commissioner saying, you know, how he wanted them to come up and apologize. I still wanted him to come out and call Cap name
0: yeah.
5: and say, you know, they was, you know, it was wrong for doing how they did him, but he didn't. But it's definitely a start, man, that seeing people coming out at least using a platform, not worrying about their endorsement. Not worrying about, um, you know what I'm saying, who not going to like them on social media from, who want to go like get movie deals or tv shows they're not worried about the money at the end of the day they looking at they as you know this can happen to them anytime yeah. because they're the same skin tone as people being killed out in these streets they can be their family member yep. they uncle niece you know son or anybody so to see them speaking up using a platform man the a great thing and just i wish they, they came together back in that day when Cap stood up. I wish all of them would have came by his side three yeah. years ago. Yeah. So, you know, but now you got to start somewhere. And he going to go down as um, a Muhammad yeah. Ali, somebody like that in the history books, bro, who lost out his career on standing up for in just what
3: was going on in this country. So, Yeah, def- definitely, you know, there was a lot of comments like, you know, Pete Carroll came out, talked about, you know, we need to be thanking Cap. Um, You know, just things like that. And Cap was that movement, right? Like you said, people thought it was all about the flag. Even some white athletes like Drew Brees. And I'm sure other people was thinking it. They just never said it, right? Um, You don't hear nothing about the owners. Like, what are they saying? Like, none of them are saying nothing. Like, them boys being mute right now, dog. So, J.D., what's your your thoughts on it, man? Uh, I mean, as far as the
1: athletes speaking, I think that is, I think that has been amazing. I mean, to watch these guys. Um, to watch these guys utilize their platform for the better good of, of, of our community, mm-hmm. right? The Black plight, the Black agenda and not and to be unapologetic about it. So that's always been the issue. You know, we've always had, you know, we've had people stand up for Black agenda before, but, you know, one half is pro- apologetic about that and the other half isn't, right? And, and if the ones that are unapologetic, they got to be, like, they got to be Black militant, person people or something of that nature they're not necessarily consider just being proud of your culture and your race mm-hmm. you know and, and and taking that step forward on trying to figure out like things that we need to do for our standpoint to be progressive in our culture so like it's always have to be a negative factor to it and some of these um athletes who have the fact that they have uh, united which is something that I, I i put a lot of i gotta give you know i always talk, Talk a lot of um. I talk a lot of crap sometimes about Michael Thomas as far as on the field because he only runs like two routes. <laughs> the fact that <laughs> raise a shot with them. Two the rounds. fact the fact that it was he drove that PSA,
0: um,
1: um, that you know had you know the likes of uh, uh, um, uh, all the all the NFL stars on the majority of the NFL stars. You know whether it's Watson, whether it's you know the you know Super Bowl MVP. Um, home boy. Matty, yeah, Patty, yeah, Patty, all these guys that they, he had, you know, that took a lot of, I mean, first of all, it took a lot of courage. One thing, right? Because you have to be fed up. You have to be at a certain point where you feel like I got to do something. And then the fact that you were able to get that communication out and get that out as quick as possible, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that takes a lot of, that takes a lot of will. So the fact I gotta get him his props, man, because that was a big PSA made a lot of things. Knowing that, and then knowing to get Patty Mahomes, because you had to get that superstar. I mean, mm-hmm. they had some stars on there, but you needed that yeah. superstar player. It's that guy who can, who really going to make people turn their heads.
0: Mm-hmm. Getting him
1: was amazing. Yeah. You know, because, and then, kudos to him, because he could have been like, well, you know, he could have been the athlete that doesn't really want to be involved, but, you know, wants to stand behind the scenes. Yeah, that means a lot. that they, he was able to jump in. And, and put his stuff in there. But, I mean, I still feel like some of the athletes need to get on the same page.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
1: I mean? We're going to talk about that with the Kyrie factor and all that type of stuff. And other athletes, it seems like basketball is a little bit disjointed. Um, but as far as, man, like, you know, as far as a lot of these players, I mean, soccer. Um, Everybody doing in a major way. Everybody's really putting in, you know, that,
3: that effort, that, that sweat that we need. Uh, and we're going to need more. Yeah, what do you think about Roger Goodell comments on the video? Like, what, what you thought? What do you think that was truly genuine, or it was just because of the pressure that you know the players, the black players, are put on the NFL, um, you know, to talk about social injustice, to put it to the forefront? You think think it was genuine? To be honest with
1: you, you know, I start this. I don't. It don't really matter yeah. because it's Nike was Nike translation also genuine? Reebok? Uh, all the other brands out here, these national brands, were they genuine or was it because of the pressure that this movement has put on them that they had to either issue a statement of solidarity and by, and being behind this movement? Because uh, they at the end of the day that either you're gonna like we just talked about earlier, you know, one of you guys mentioned you either gonna either be a part of it or you're gonna get run over. Mm-hmm. So does it I mean Roger I mean Roger Odell, Cadell, whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, I, I, he's a businessman. So, at the end of the day, yeah, he may – it may be genuine or, you know, it's a business. Though. And that is – you know, those are their partners, the right. players. So, at the end of the day, you either got to support them or if the players start getting that to a point where they feel like it's an issue and they should just take a stand like I think the NBA needs to do. Yeah. They, need to, they need to actually walk out. Once a game, once a thing, they all the players just walk out and, yeah. and, and that should be it. Until they, too, because I, I, I do believe that this is, having a season start is going to be a distraction. And I do feel like they should be, if they feel that way, they should all walk out of there. Anyway, um, hey, at the end of the day, Roger Dale's a busy man, and, and you got to support your, that is your product. Got to make your product happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I don't see any issue with it because you, whether you're making a change or not and the NFL, the NFLs, we're going to find out in the future. The NFL make a transition. Are they really supporting the players? Are they really supporting right. the black culture? But, I mean, at the end of the day, bro, you just you, – it's your business, and you got to be proactive in making
3: sure that your culture is in, in the right way. Yeah, what you think, D. Springs?
4: Yeah, I, I agree with J.D. on that one. It's like it's – like, it, it, it's like when everything first went down, people came out and stepped to the front. front. Yo, we with we, – we, you know, we with Black Lives Matter. We with, you know – you know, we're against the social injustice because now it's coming to a point where I think the pressure is so, first of all, the, 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 the thing that really made it, made this more extreme was to actually, people actually saw it. You see what I'm saying? Everybody was home. Nobody was moving around. And when they actually saw this dude get killed, it's like, oh yeah, this is real serious now. And that made a big difference. If we was working, you might have watched it on TV or been, you know, back and forth about it, but you actually saw it. So now these businesses, like, yo, these people have been screaming this for a long time. Like, like, wait a minute, we better get on board. And now these kids are not able to go to college. You know, they might have to do virtual, you know, campus work. So now they like, look, we're gonna put the pressure. You really gonna put the pressure on you now. We, we gonna make we're gonna get y'all to make some changes. And for us business-wise. You got to make you like, like JD said, it's business, whether he's genuine or not, you either going to follow, you either going to follow up or we're going to put the pressure even on you more. So, I mean, people got to realize it, it's a different day. It's a different day. It's a different atmosphere. I mean, businesses going to say what they, businesses are going to say what they need to say to protect their business because they still want your money. No matter how we look at it, they still want you to buy their product. They still want your money. So they have to. They have to characterize what they say and do it in a manner to say, we still want these people business. Because if you don't get that business, guess what? Your product goes away. Yeah. So so I just think that, you know, he, he did what he had to do to make the NFL look good. But I do agree with you, Ray, in the sense of these owners are not saying nothing. No, I'm boy acquire the church mouse. They, they cry the church mouse. You know what I'm
3: saying? Shadi came out and said he supports the black players. He posted like a video on uh, saw ESPN, but like, you know, the power owners, like the Crafts, the, the Jerry Jones, you know, the, the, the power players within the league, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, they might be doing a lot of things on the back end. I know Craft was helping Meek Mill and all this other of street cred. But this is the time, like you said, not to be silent. Exactly. Situation where you know,
4: 70% of the NFL is black. And, and the thing of it is, dude, you know, it's not more. and y'all the main two that everybody screams about. Now yep. Jerry talked the most, but I'm like, crap, if you went to the, to the lengths of what you did to get Meek Mill Me out of jail, how is it hard for you to say, you know what, man, I'm gonna rock with this. You rock with this rapper, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You rock with this dude here, you might well rock all the way. If you gonna rock it, rock it all the way. Whether, whether you a good old boy or not, you, whether whether Trump get mad at you or not, guess what? You got billions. He can't hurt you. He can't hurt you. So you gotta you gotta you gotta look at it from a standpoint of you gotta take what you got. You got a big platform. You you don't want six championships in New England. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you got Jerry Jones, one of the known well-known owners in the league. The only guy in the NFL that don't even have to profit share with other other owners. Dude, you got a platform. Yeah.
3: What you think, Keith?
5: Yeah, man. uh, Um I like. You know who started the tone, man? Was uh, wasn't Steven Jackson, man? Yeah, he yeah. came out. of like the tone. He said, "Where well, you ain't gonna straddle the fence. You either with us, are you, you quiet, you're against us. We not taking you. Go quiet. Don't say anything. Look, we need y'all to speak up. So, if you, if you, you're pro. you how you said it. You're a part of the problem if you are quiet. Yep. And we need everybody to to open their mouth and voice that." What's going on is wrong. So I love the way he set the tone, and then it just picked up from there. And now you can't be like, I'm cool with y'all when we on the field, but when stuff go down, you you hide behind. The, like I'm going to a fight, you you with me. Then somebody jump on me, you you go duck behind the bar you hide and you come back. <laughs> Good man, I just I stepped away to go get a drink. I ain't but yeah. do what went on. Nah, bro, you got to stand up, bro. You don't stand up, you ain't with us. And I respect a lot of white people are stepping up, coming to the side of us and saying black lives matter, bro. There's no more we're taking this. So for Roger Goodell to come out, because, he know, man, without these black it won't be
3: no NFL,
0: Yeah,
3: period. You got the the MVP of the league reigning, Lamar Jackson ready to take over, Paddy Mahomes. You know, it's a new league now with these young black Mm -hmm. quarterbacks hmm These young players are the face of the league. Now, it's I'm going to tell you. Aaron Rodgers, the Tom yeah. Brady on their way out, the J.J. Wise, the Drew Brees, the class like that, they're on their way out. What's and you need these young black players to be the face of the shield. And I'm going to get – Well, like you said, it's about the brand. Right? I'm so going to tell you what like they it. want. He's doing what he has to do to protect the shield. I don't know if the video was genuine, like really and truly. I think he did it just to, to do it to save face. Right. Like, so much pressure from the players and Michael Thomas, you know, being that, that driving force to create this type of video. Because the joint came out quick. Like, they, mm-hmm. <laughs> that joint came out real quick. Like, I don't know if, if that video with uh, Adele was truly genuine. I think he just did it just because he had to do
5: it. And Donovan, just like you said, watching that video, bro, like I'm not old enough where I was seeing people get lynched from a tree. Right. But Watching that bro is just like a live lynching with your knee on somebody. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. like you've seen somebody getting lynched in real time, and he's seeing people recording him. He still ain't give a fuck. And,
4: and, and you know the bad. And you know the bad thing about this. The bad thing about this is, it goes back to um, my man who got beat up in uh in Cali. Rodney King. Rodney King. Because this is the thing. 12 dudes beat this man to a pulp, almost kill him, on, bro. almost kill him. And they had it on tape. So if you see this on tape and you still, and all 12 still get off, how do you expect people supposed to feel? Because this is my question. This is my question to people when we were talking about George Floyd. What if somebody would have came and shot those cops who was doing that to that man? How would yeah, man. people have felt?
5: And I and I feel that way, man. I, man, you see somebody with they knee on my neck like that, bro. But man, don't recall. Somebody recall somebody else come Somebody else come help me, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have somebody recording. At least you You ain't got a swing on them. At least just come pull them off me, like Mr. Officer. He, you know, but for seven, eight minutes. That was worse than watching the um Rodney King, because at least he was getting beat with Billy Cubs, but this like. Three other cops had knees on his back, his foot, and the dude on his neck. Slow and dinner. then the dude asked for his mama, bro.
4: You yeah, know that, you that was heartbroken. Now that was yeah. heartbroken. That was heartbroken. When he said that, like, yo, mama, I'm looking like, dude, you, you, do you see what you're doing, dude? Like, like really? Like, this joint? And you can tell the emotion. Because when I saw it, I'm looking like, and I can feel like, like, man, look, I'm like, yeah, like, this is some BS. And you can feel it the, mo- and if anybody said they didn't feel no emotion, Watching this man die slow death, its something wrong with them.
5: Yeah, bro. It's like a, a,
3: a new modern-day
5: lynching from the tree, but just eight getting minutes, his knee on his he neck. He just
3: kneel for like eight, eight minutes and uh, 40 seconds. Hey. That's a long time, dog. Yeah. I know my mom used to, like, when I used to get in trouble. On your neck at that. She used to that. make me kneel on rice. Dude, you do that joint just for a couple of minutes. You round that joint, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you know somebody on your neck. For eight minutes—that's a long time, bro. Long and
5: time. and they and his back, so he he was just like pinned; he couldn't move.
3: Yeah. Sad. Yeah, yeah man, bro. Sad man. So I know we didn't talk about uh, like the Drew Brees situation. Um, a lot of people, uh, you know, his teammates have forgiven. What do y'all thought about like his his uh, his apology? Uh, you know, what's, what do you think he should do moving forward? And um, do you think our season? from a Saints fan is done. I'm going to start with JD because JD is the number one Saints hater. I think
1: you should probably start with somebody else, right? Because if I'm the hater, you know, I'm, a, I'm not... Listen, I, I look at every man like this. Every man has should be the foot of the opportunity to be able to learn and grow. Every man and woman. It's not just say every man, but every man and woman has, a, has the opportunity. I think that's the one thing... That, from and and just speaking from the black community standpoint, was what I, one of our major issues is, is that when black men are getting arrested and dying at the hands of cops, the injustice cry is, is that even if the black man made a mistake, he's not being able to, to learn from it and grow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, what I mean, that's that's the one aspect of it that every human being should have the right to do. And Drew Brees made. A, a vital mistake in a statement that he should have known better though. Yep. And, you know, the level of work that he's done for the New Orleans and the New Orleans community, for the city of New Orleans and the New Orleans community, has been damaged to a certain degree because of it and probably the relationship for his teammates. Because um, that also can be – that also going to be an issue, getting that respect back in the locker room. I – you know I've heard you know through other people and through other you know a lot of these other sports shows that have communication with drew that you know you know a lot of these guys were surprised because they didn't think that was in his character um but he's always been known as a very um, conscious republican right. so i don't I was in shocked and you know and and I'm just hoping that you know, the regret that he's had is sincere and that the change that he's wanting to do to help the, to help not only just the community of color, but every community, right, that he's done before and that he's gonna continue doing, keep trying to push things forward and make sure that every, the, the message is never lost. Oh, if he keeps that insane level of energy, I really don't have no problem with him. I think, like I just told y'all, everybody has the opportunity to change and grow, learn and grow, and this is his opportunity as well and hopefully he takes that you know that that same lesson that he's learned from you know what he's going through for last week and he uh, a couple weeks and he takes it and he and he, and he actually implemented and utilized it yeah. and, and you know if he does that I have no problem with Drew Brees I mean you know, anything else I just want to make sure everybody understand that Matt Ryan didn't make that mistake and Matt yeah. Ryan has gained yeah. back <laughs> a million dollars to the african-american community right. i just want to make sure everybody knows that everybody's talking talk shit about matt ryan but matt mm-hmm. ryan gave back just gave back a million dollars yeah. he raised a million dollars in the last week yeah goal well, is two million for the
3: african-american community
1: <laughs> so, you know i regret. Right,
3: so, so i'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to key man because i know key was very vocal uh when this came out uh so g- give me your opinion kim where, where are you staying at with that you need Nah, I won't, I won't get his opinion now. He, he has to sit back and think a little bit.
2: <laughs>
5: um, so when I first, uh, when J- I think Jane sent the text, and then I looked it up, at first I was about to say, oh, he, this years old, because I know he made that same statement like two years it ago. ago. It was, it was yeah. like two years ago. So for him to come, it was the timing of it. It was just wasn't a time, bro stuff going on right now this just happened you just like where was your public at bro like like right then and there you could have just said he could have explained himself better he could have said you know i would stand for the flag but if anybody want to protest that way i feel they should have that right but like you like james said he have done a lot for the community um in new orleans and everything like that so it was just hard man at that moment man like you still talking about a damn flag, bro. Man just lost his life. And, and Captain said it a hundred times that it's not about the flag. Right. And you acting like black people didn't fight in down World War I and World War II. Right. They, when they came home, they experience wasn't the same. Their experience one like their grandfather. <clears throat> a lot of them came back to no jobs, was couldn't even get counseling for the mental health they was going through, was locked up saying they was crazy. So for him to look at, we don't see the flag the same. That was my issue with Drew. Like, he he showed his white privilege. You, It was about you in that moment. It wasn't about you were thinking as Drew Brees. They asked you how you feel about other players. You put yourself into this category as Drew Brees. When the when question wasn't about you. It was about how you feel if the other players do it. Right. So that was my issue with Drew Brees. And at this point... He shouldn't apologize no more. Just be stand up for change, man. Make a difference. Come up and let your action do the work, and then people forgive you. But I don't just want to hear what you. I'm sorry, this and that. Show me you' sorry in action. Yeah.
3: What you got, these friends? Like the uh, brain cells are, are twirling, bro.
4: They are. Mm. You know what, man? I think I think people have gotten to the point that where we put these athletes on a pedestal. And we expect them to do something different. But in our mind, we know they're not going to do something different. Right. And, and, and I think that that they're human just like everybody else. And I think we people forget the fact that they're human. They're going to make mistakes. Don't get me wrong. I don't have no issue with Drew. Well, the issue that I have with Drew is what Keith said. It was the wrong time. It was the wrong place. But at the same time, just what I can respect, he said what was in his heart. Let's be honest. We can't just go around the bush he said that was in his heart and if you're gonna be up and if, if, if you're gonna be that way be that way you know what i'm saying i'd rather for you to come out and say it and i have to find out you know 10 or 15 years later that you you know you you shook my hand and kicked me in the butt at the same time like nah nah. now i do agree with james you know let's see what you do now because the lip service is over Absolutely. All the lip service is over. Let me see what you do now. If you feel that if you feel that when you apologize and you meant what you said out of your mouth, let me see you get back on the ground like he said. Let me see you after you finish playing football put 2 or 3 million back into the black community. Walk around and go meet people. Help these people, you know, who need to know, need to know about voting. Not saying they got to vote for the person that you want them to vote for, but let me see you, let me see you get on the ground and make it happen. Because anybody can apologize Anybody can say anything out of their mouth, let me see you do the work. I mean, yeah, his his teammates were surprised. And hell, a lot of us were surprised. Like, yo, for real? Like this all the what you you just gave five million dollars to New Orleans. So this what you're gonna come with? I think people gotta realize this. Take yourself out of it. (laughs) Take you, you gotta take yourself out of it. And then I think it'll be a better situation if you look at the whole dynamic and quit, and quit looking at yourself. you got to take yourself – because everybody don't have the money that Drew Brees got. So you got to take yourself out of the situation and look at what other people are going through.
3: And like you said, man, I, if this was not what's going on now, this wouldn't even be news. Yeah. No and, and I always say, man, like I, I respect a person, whether they racist or not, I know where they are, where they stand. It's the people that that straddle the fence and, oh, I'm Black Lives Matter, and the next minute you're coming out your face talking about something different, you know, totally going against what you're saying, so you flip-flopping back and forth. Those are the type of people you just can't read. You don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. You know? But, you know, Drew said what he felt, bro. It's like, it's like we growing up, bro. Your mom, your parents told you to stand your belief on something. If you, Mama always told me, man, if you write and you know you write, go to the grave on it. Whether you right or wrong, stand on it. And I think that's what Drew was taught all his life. Whether the, you know, and plus, you know, that's what he taught with his grandfathers. That's what he believed in. And that's him, right? That's his story, that's his plight. Until really, truly, until Cap brought a lot of this stuff to form, most people would stand for the, the national anthem. People wouldn't really trip on what it really meant, you know, deep down. He just brought that to the forefront. And now we, we really thinking about, damn, this flag is really fucking over Black people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it took Cap to do that. But for what Breeze is saying, it just was wrong time, wrong place. Uh, he could have dodged the question, because I'm sure he probably got the questions beforehand most time they do. Um, but I hopefully, like you said, he learned from it. And now it's just about actions, actions across the board. You know what I'm saying? It's great what uh, Mayor Bowser's doing. Um, it's, it's great with all the athletes protesting, but we need to change these policies, because if not, come November, bro, oh, boy, oh, Mr. Twitter, bro, he's going to be back back in office again, bro. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we definitely got to get out and vote, man, and, and, and stand the test of time. The people that stood in line long, long time in Georgia, you know, dealing with bad polls and all this stuff, bro. You can't hear that. They're trying, they're trying, to, they're trying, to, they're trying to sabotage it, though. Mm-hmm. As you say, we gotta stay woke, bro. <laughs> yeah,
4: but, I think, I think, I think Drew, I think Drew. This situation opened a, a lot of eyes about people in, in general,
0: mm-hmm.
4: and, and and it opened a lot of eyes for Black people to say, "Look, we can't be waiting on nobody. If we gonna move, we gonna move." Mm-hmm. But and, and at the same time, and one thing that we also have to realize too, that 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 we're so forgiven to an appointment. Like, we're Like, we, forgiven. Like we, we are forgiving people. Like, we always forgive. We always, like, but, like, in this situation now, you can't be so forgiving sometimes. Because, you know, because cause if you keep doing it, you keep doing it, people know that that's what y'all do. That's what we do. Anytime you do something to us, we are, well, after you apologize, it's cool. Nah, you got to earn our respect now. You can't, you can't just, like, apologize and think it's over. Like, nah.
3: Yeah, so we're gonna twist out, uh, a little whoa, bit. Go ahead, whoa. go
1: ahead, JD. Wait, wait. I think you said something that kind of caught me off guard a little bit. You said that so that Drew Brees probably been thinking like this, and that you, if, and you use your mom analogy, you use your, your analogy of your mom saying that if you stand on something, you stand, you, if you think you're right, you take it to your grave, and. I think that's, to me, in my opinion, I think that's what Drew Brees' issue was. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
1: the issue was that he sh- tried to stand on a principle that, is, that for since you know, the moment that slavery, the first slave, was brought to America has been a lie. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that knowingly, knowing, and I, I really, I mean, to a point, there's certain things I can understand. But then there are certain things I can't excuse Drew Brees for. Negligence is not one of them. Ignorance isn't either. Right. Uh, you, play with, you play with a 70% lead that's Black. So, Absolutely. And I'm pretty sure you've ran into Black people in your lifetime that's had similar issues that even the average Black person walking outside every day, athletes, you know, when they take out their uniform, they're no longer athletes, they're Black people. So I'm sure they've ran into situations where they've been pulled over, any type of scenario um, of some type of form of racism. I mean, he grew up in Texas. So... We definitely know that that's been a part of their history since the beginning of time. They were the last one to actually free, or let not say free, because they didn't actually free on paper. Release slavery. That the last one who ended slavery, right. abolished slavery. They were the last state, right? That's what the whole June nineteenth is about: the fact that they were the last one mm-hmm. to 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 eliminate slavery, to abolish slavery. So I don't, I don't have. I mean, to be. Me, I think my issue with Drew Brees in this aspect was, is the fact that he used the grandfather analogy mm-hmm. as his purpose. Versus, and I think that's where the insensity comes in. That's where the lack of consideration and a lack of, of of understanding and the blindness of ignorance that he he utilized
0: yeah.
1: because of the fact that he used that analogy as his purpose for why he would do what he's doing. And I don't think that. You can't, I can't give you a pass because you just, that's what you're, you fall on that sword. No, you need to educate yourself so you can make better decisions. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure financially, all of us as a unit probably would spend money on a lot of dumb shit. Mm -hmm. But as at this point of our lives, we understand we're more conscious and aware of how to spend our money, how to utilize certain things. So now we're, we're, we're making better decisions for ourselves. He is the same person. Drew Brees is not 19.
0: He's
1: 41 years old. Yeah. So I can't, I can't fall on the family thing. I can't fall on the, the past thing or stand on that thing. I, he, he just needs to make honor of his word and his commitment that, he's, that he did to a certain level. But was, to me, it, it, it comes with this question or this logic was he, the things he did in the past, was he doing it for the real right reason? Or was he doing it because he's Drew Brees and he's the NFL quarterback and it's expected of him to a certain level?
3: It makes right. You can be terrible, you can be terrible and, and.
1: Still be, and still have some form of, uh, I won't say racism, but you could be terrible but still have some form of elitism in your demeanor. And you could be like, oh, you know, I give back. You know what I mean? You could do all that stuff, but is you, are you really showing the impact? Like, you really giving. Are you really creating some form of change for a community standpoint overall? Or are you just really saying from the city of New Orleans, you helping the city of New Orleans, you are giving back money? But are you really? I think so. I think. I, as a matter of fact, it's interesting. I think I saw a comment from um um what's my man name on um, Doc Gooden not Doc Good Doc Riverson who was saying that you know he was talking about Kyrie. He was saying that you know they need to play the season because that money they make it they can they can they can help the communities with the money. But it's that, and I think what Kyrie's issue is, is that real form of change. Kyrie's looking at it like, I need to be physically there. I need to be amongst the people. I need to be seen. I need to be heard. I want to make sure that my message is out there. I want our message to be seen and heard. If I'm there, they're going to look at me, and then they can hear the message. Versus the amount of money I'm making, and the money's going across all communities. But is it really, really, it's getting some form of impact, but is it affecting people's mind and behavior. And I think that, and, that, and that's where I feel like Drew Brees couldn't... I can't let Drew Brees get a pass in that notion. Yeah, you gave it back five minutes, but clearly you weren't trying to affect people's mind and psyche on how can they, how can they be, or, or how the culture can change and how the outlook of how people... Because that's the problem, right? Media and everybody else views black people.
5: The influence wasn't there. So, you know, he's Anything got... Bad. Go ahead. And my last thing on the topic was I know my brother said my younger brother said like I know Drew Brees See, got the restaurant. You, wait, wait, how many brothers do you got? <laughs> how many brothers I got? <laughs> <laughs> bro, it, it was with, with me, bro. It was five of us. Two, okay. you know, two, yeah, two. You know, uh, deceased. Okay. But, yeah, but my um, so my younger brother was saying with Drew Brees, you know, he got the restaurant in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And uh, issue was too that when it was Bayou Classic he would shut down his restaurant. He know what happened on Bayou Classic. You know how many black young kids and stuff is in the city and they would shut the restaurant down that weekend.
1: Mm, see what I'm saying? Like, you know, giving back five million means, you know, it's, it's cool and all, but you know, that's writing a check. You know, is it, what type of impact, does he even know what type of impact he's doing?
0: Yeah.
3: Does he know where that five million goes? I think that's a lot of athletes, bro, and I think now I think you'll see it more them putting their actions to help and make change, not just writing their checkbook. That's the easiest thing to do. That's a tax write-off. I can't, I can't
1: say that. that's not a lot. That's not. I can't say that's a lot of athletes. I think when the black athletes... A lot athletes, of them that
3: just do that, though.
1: No, nah, because I think the black athlete takes the responsibility. Some do. A lot of them do. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of them do. A lot of people talk about LeBron and his school, but we don't talk about uh Jaden Rose and his. Absolutely. And his is a charter school. He has no real he doesn't have real funding coming from from um, universities and from other aspects of it.
5: His And the KD and the KD thing he doing all in C Pleasant.
1: Yeah it's a lot of athletes who want they know that this needed is this is needed in the community. Absolutely. And I think that's just different man. I, I and like I said before I'm not a you know I don't hate Drew Brees. I don't I'm not the biggest fan of him on the field. I think he's old and washed. But <laughs> and I don't think he's going to make it through the season, to be honest with you. The season. And I think if he doesn't start off well, the stress of this situation could be. It's going to be an impact on that. We got Mr. Crab laid, baby. We got-
5: <laughs> Jamie say, Jamie's 17 pound down.
1: Look like he said he ready. Anyway.
5: One last thing before we move on. But Shaq, I think, came and spoke to the team and said, don't let the media, you know what I'm saying, divide the team, you know, because mm-hmm. he was speaking on how they did with him and Kobe. So, he actually – I don't know if Sean Payton called him to speak or he mm-hmm. just wanted to reach out on his own. But I know Shaq met with everybody from the Saints. Yeah, I heard virtual. about you. Yeah, and was telling him, you know, don't let this divide yeah, the team. I mean,
3: at the end of the day, all of them got the same goal, bro, win the championship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I will man.
5: offer that. Huh?
3: I thought that was
1: good that Shaq did that. But then I would also say uh, the media didn't divide Shaq <laughs> and Kobe. <laughs> Shaq, Kobe. Shaq and Kobe invited each other. <laughs> so that's actually what happened. <laughs> but I, th-
4: I think the Shaq media coming into
1: the it. Shaq weight coming <laughs> into overweight as he started a lot of different <laughs> issues and that their personalities divided each other. The media maybe came in and maybe gave more.
5: I gave him, put you some fire, doing? put some gasoline on the fire. Yeah, that, but, that, yeah, yeah you
4: throw so, that gasoline on it, that joint going up in poof. So that was there. That was his personality and, and Kobe's personality.
1: That was their fault.
6: Because
1: <laughs> the media <laughs> didn't tell Kobe to tell him, hey, you know, talk about how Shaq was out here cheating. <laughs> the media didn't tell Kobe to say that. Oh,
5: uh, uh, when, when Kobe went to the media and called him a big fat ass. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah that. Yeah,
1: that, that right there. That was too too. <laughs>
5: Two alpha
3: males, man. Two alpha males
5: going at it. <laughs> All right, next topic.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. So just lighter news and sports, we got training camp coming up, the facilities opening back up. I don't know how they're going to deal with this social distancing and the locker room. That's going to be impossible. But we got a couple of, you know, big-name running backs. They're coming up on new deals. Alvin Kamara. We got Delvin Cook. And Delvin Cook is kind of an interesting one because – He's holding out now. He's not going to anything. He said he's not going to training camp. What do you think Dalvin Cook's uh, leverage is getting a new deal? Same way with Kamara. I think Kamara's going to hold out, too. I don't think he's going to go to training camp because uh, you've got to force their hand. Uh, but Dalvin Cook is an interesting one because they only really had one good year, and, you know, he's been a little injury prone. But one and a half. <laughs> one and a, well, since you're growing up, too, go ahead and defend him then, J.D., he had two great years, right. but then, how
5: many years he had over a thousand yards? So he's only think.
3: going into his fourth year. So exactly. he ain't had no two great years. Two great years. He tore his ACL his first year, right? Then the second year he had okay season. He ain't had I mean no half good. of the season the second year, but the last two years. you mean, last two
4: years. You only
2: uh, been, uh, well, two years. I mean, he's been a lead long? No, he's been a lead four yeah. years. No,
3: he, he wasn't was the three.
4: He played hey, three. How, how long? How long, James? He came here with Chris McCaffrey. No. Yes, he did. No, my bad. Yes, he, yes ele- he did. He did. did.
3: Kish McCaffrey, but Dalvin, there was a, a late round. Dalvin Cook came in. He was a second round pick, right? But he only on a four year contract. It's his fourth year coming up, Bruh, He's been in He's been, been, to... he's been to just along the leads as long as CMC. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. He's going into his fourth year. So one year oh, for his ACL, the second year he had a decent season. Two seasons. thought he led. I have a great second. season. he led
2: the league. He led the league in all purpose yards.
3: His third season last year, we gonna put this. We gonna put this. He only
5: two. had one year. He only had one year over a thousand yards. He Only this, had
3: one year. This past season, he had a big year, and that's probably why he feel like he need a new deal. he's not showing
4: up until he get one. He been at least three years. He came in in two thousand.
3: He came in. It's his fourth year going into the. He ain't no, had no. He only he, had, he came he only in. Had,
1: C- he came in CMC. Yep. Him and CMC basically had similar stats last season.
3: I, I agree with that. I have no problem with that. I, you yeah, said, he only
5: had one good year. One great saying, yeah, year. Yeah,
3: one good year. One I don't see him why he's holding out trying to force his leverage on the Vikings. Like, they're going to give him a big-time deal. Well, I, I – He I, had – because the dude had 1,000
1: a a thousand yards rushing and almost 600 yards receiving.
3: Last, he deserved it.
5: Last year, James. Last year. I agree he with had,
2: that. He had 13 touchdowns last year. He deserved it.
5: Last you know, year. That's one year. One year, bro. He's like, hold
2: on. He played 14 games last
1: season. Had 13. All touchdowns. that he had almost more touchdowns than CMC and played less games. But well, James we're
5: talking about. He only did it in one year. Well, one he's
1: million. a. He's a. He's in his. He in his. He's in his fourth season. Yep. He's going to be playing on a rookie deal, a million yep. a year.
3: Yep. I don't. Man, listen. Go for your money. Go for it. But what, what type of leverage do he have for them to pay him? None. Has, I don't he has, think so. he has more leverage than your boy. Who? Uh, Camaro. Yeah, nah, has, I don't
1: think so. He's more, he has more levels than Kamara because Cook has been the primary running back. Kamara has never been the primary running back. Not
5: well, well, one come, season. Not well, one, come, one not But Kamara one been season. healthy, though. Kamara been care.
1: healthy. No, he isn't. He's, he's always in and out of lineup.
3: No, Only last year. Last, Only year. last year. Oh, no,
1: for the last two years. No.
3: Nah. No, okay two years ago, he was in and out of lineup. Let me get your internet right, bro.
1: No, I, I know. Camaro been in and out of lineup for the
3: last no. two years. No, he has not, dog. I've only never said year, he was hurt. Bro. No, That's I've year never
1: said he was hurt all season long. He's, I didn't say either. He was banged
3: he, up he, like he missed No, time. he had
1: two years ago, he, he had a concussion too, because I know because dude, dude
3: Jones came against, against the Falcons. Well, yeah, he only
2: gave it to But he was out two games.
3: No, he had a pro bowl his second season.
2: What does that guy kind of do? Be in and out
3: of the lineup? Dude, he's not. How you say somebody's in and out of the lineup and miss two games? That's in, in and out of lineup. Line line That's what that means. Yeah, like he'll play one or two games. Oh,
6: man.
3: If you in miss in two games. No, what you are you
1: talking about? No, There's 16 games in the season. If you play like 11 or 12 or 13, you're basically in and out of the lineup. You're basically in and out. You
3: to win. You to miss two games. Man, cut it out, Jay.
5: So
4: that's your. Nah, w- Jay, Jay. Jay, I'm not with you on Jay, that Jay. one, dog. Yeah, so Think about this, Jay, If a dude get a concussion, of course he gonna miss one or two games. Listen, listen. But At the end of the day, if he gets concussion, he's hurt. Yeah, he's but Jane when you say when you say when you mean in and out of the lineup, you mean a person that can have an ankle today. He got a broken finger the next week. No, no he didn't have that. He didn't have that two
2: years ago. He didn't no. hit two
1: years ago. Nah. No, we put this. We put this to test. Y'all can go ahead. i I'm. A, I'm. A, I can applaud.
5: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go while he's looking that up. <laughs> it's kind of hard to have leverage like you're saying, Raymond. When you only had one good year, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying. So I don't see you getting. He's definitely not gonna get. uh McCaffrey, McCaffrey money. You're not gonna get Zeke
3: money. No. You're not gonna get. Who else got paid? Uh, I. I think he come in around that David Johnson type deal. Yeah, you might get by what seven million. million.
4: Hold on. Hold on. Y'all tripping. He need to get more than David Johnson getting. Well, I'm gonna tell you but, why. I think That's he's gonna be approving it. Yeah. This thing though, Minnesota just gave Kirk Cousins sixty six more million dollars. he's a quarterback. He's a quarterback. He's Look, a quarterback. There's those two I different. Care. I don't. I don't care. Listen. how would you mean you don't care? At Quarterbacks day, get paid. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. What has Kirk Cousins done? Man, get off ain't Talking about Kirk Cousins. Hey, 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 hold on. Let's stick to is, the
3: topic. It is. Let's stick it, is to the topic. it
1: is. Who do you? Let me. Let me change this question a little bit. Damn. Who do you think should get paid more? Camara next season, or Cook? I say
5: Camara, bro. I say Camara.
1: Okay. So hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. How about this? How about Kamara had more all-purpose yards? He had more, no matter of fact. He had almost more rushing yards and more and more had more rushing yards than than Kamara, no, no, Cook had more rushing yards than Kamara had
3: catching and rushing last year. How about that? How last about year. that? What <laughs> well, you get paid for what
2: happened last season?
3: Compare their compare their first two years. you hold on.
1: Hold on. Does, does LeBron deserve to be MVP because he played seventeen years? Yeah. Or is he playing great this season? Yep. Don't no, exactly. You it don't matter. It you, don't matter
2: what he did two years ago. Prepared. It's about what happened last season. If you're gonna put, if had more yards,
3: he had more yards rushing. The Vikings are not going to pay him because he had more yards rushing.
2: He had more yards rushing
3: than
5: Camaro
2: receiving. And, and Russia, you
3: had a big
5: yeah. year, no question. But, about but it. nobody, we got to see as a, as organization as, a organization, as a organization, you're They're saying, let's him. see, let's see, can you do that again? You're not going to, you, you might you be a one-trick pony. You I'll might be a one-trick pony. We'll do it to Kamara. You got to yeah. do it to Kamara. What I'm, but I'm just
0: saying,
5: okay, so to can stick on topic, though, to stick on topic, though, he what he looking for, you're not going to get Zeke money. You're not going to get Chris McCaffrey money. So he's probably looking at seven million to $8 million dollars a year. Uh, That's it. I don't see him getting – how much does Zeke get a year? Zeke like that 13, 14. Yeah, he's not, 13 he's not getting 13 a year. He's not getting 13 a year.
4: So I can see him
5: at seven million to $8 million a year. No, Nah, he probably worth more he's than get
4: five, 10. Bro. At
5: least, at least 10, man. I'm not all one year, bro.
2: Yo, listen a I mean,
5: A running back, a running back, come by dime a dozen. You can oh, drop yeah. your running back. Yo. You can drop Yo. your running back, and especially who, who haven't only been healthy for one year. Let
4: me ask this question: How, how, how good, how good, how good has the Minnesota running game been without Dalvin Cook? Oh, it's up. They ain't so got that. So you just can't plug anybody in because guess what? Because if if it was that easy, y'all wouldn't have the man down in uh, New Orleans, who y'all got down there now.
3: Well, he, he ain't saying that you can't just plug, but he, they, Minnesota hasn't drafted anybody. Right, they had not drafted job. a running back. They, a on back. they didn't draft
4: nobody. They think he's the guy. So you need to pay him. Ain't cause cause he the guy. So they need to pay him. So how big much big you think he, he gets? you think he gets Zeke money? I think he should get $10 million a year. That's a lot. They know they need him. If you're going to pay the man $9 a year, you might give him $10 a extra million ain't gonna kill him. You pay. I said, I said, I said, I
5: said he was looking at. I said he was looking at seven or eight. I ain't. saying you can get a man ten million.
4: You giving a You a don't give a have to Griffin no more. You gonna give? You gonna give? Sorry, the quarterback another extra $66 six and you talking about giving this man seven million? Yeah, but what, what you don't like about Cousins, man? No, <laughs> Cousins' best year. Cousins' best year was last year when Dalvin Cook was in the backfield. Oh, you feel? You feel like you? You
3: feel? You you don't feel too happy,
4: Donovan, bro. No, I'm just know? saying. Um, what I'm saying is. If you want to pay this man seven, eight million, you just paid your quarterback an extra sixty-six six million. On but, but, eight, but
5: but eight, but but six, we know six, quarterbacks eight. get money, man. It's no, just the
4: look, game. No, look what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You just paid your quarterback three years, eighty-four million, right? Guaranteed. He didn't have a good season with the Minnesota Vikings until this year, when Dalvin Cook was in the backfield running the ball. He needs him. You we least got to get this man. So you at least got to get this man ten million. I ain't saying yeah. you got to give him the Ken Caboodle. You can give him ten million a year.
3: Yeah. Okay. The question, James, put Who do you pay? Kamara, who, who would you pay if you had an owner? Kamara now or Dalvin Cook? Which one would you make wait? I think you're making Dalvin wait, for real. Where,
4: where, where, you, where you look at it, both of them going to end up waiting.
3: Probably. I mean, for probably. But Dalvin yeah, had a big year, though, and I think that's probably why he's trying to force the issue. Uh, yeah. And out, he
5: don't really have, and, and I can look at it, Minnesota, like, if you're going on with the anonymous, Minnesota don't really have a backup. Exactly. So he can hold that card. Like, what's your other option?
4: Because yeah, yeah. the other dude from Georgia Max, Southern, he went not they,
5: right, no
4: they,
1: they do have a backup. They do have. A him,
5: right?
1: Ooh. He averaged about four. He has about four and a half. Ooh, oh, the other step.
4: dude, okay. Yeah, but so but he guy. does
1: it. He <laughs> doesn't get the reps that Cook gets. So, I mean, you know, you you can average about six yards of carry if you're only carrying the ball two times a game. Right. <laughs> uh, like, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I just, listen, everything – That be nice, though, dog. A cook, to me, right now, Cook is more viable than Kamara. And if you're gonna, if I'm going to pay a person, I'm going to pay Cook first before I pay Kamara. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just feel like he's a better – he's a better he's, – he's <laughs> he, he was better in Fortinet when Cook was at Florida State. I told y'all, I told y'all when he came out that – Cook was better than
6: Fournette.
1: Yes. I said it, I said it again. He didn't have
5: a better career than Fournette. Uh use a lie. No, he haven't. Yeah, yes, no, he did. And, and, and he had a am talking about in the pros. I'm talking and, about in the pros. He haven't had a better career than Fournette. Please. No. Anyway. Fournette had got over a thousand yards every season. That, this dude is, only got one thousand yard. Devin Cook, Cook only hurt, got man. over a thousand yard one you time. He only
1: play half the season lad. Like that ain't my though. problem.
5: That's part of the game, bro. It's part What's of the
3: game. Like, who gonna
5: it's get traded first? He was in
3: and out of the lineup. Who get In and
1: out of the lineup. No, So is Fournette. Fournette out of the lineup too.
5: Well, but Fournette done got a thousand yards every year. Every yeah, right. year.
3: For, every for year. What? He For what? He had a bum, bro. That's why them boys didn't pick up that fifty option,
5: dog. You say what you want to say. He got a better. He have a better career than Cooks, though. No. For right I don't now. Know about that one,
4: dog. So Cooks only
5: been over a thousand yard one year. Been decent. No, he has been hurt. I, that, that's part of the game, being hurt. That's part of the game. They tell you ACL ain't
4: no part of the no goddamn game. <laughs> part of the game, bro. The man
2: tore his ACL. Hey, bro, bro
4: that's part of. it. Like how, how many, how many, how many years, how many years? been
1: in the league. He's going to his 50th. year. Going he only, he year. only got two 1,000 yard
5: seasons,
3: bro. Yeah, he tried to lie. I know, I knew it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he only got he got two. One What's more you? than uh, Dalvin Cook. <laughs>
5: He would yeah. have been in the league five years. is going into his fifth. He only been in there four years. there's a one-trick pony,
4: bro. Listen,
5: Fournette is I, Ron Dane on steroids. I told y'all okay. that. All right, right next topic, bro. We ain't right, trying, trying to be out here at 5
3: o'clock.
4: We're going to change, gonna change <laughs> leagues.
3: So Kyrie has been making a lot of news with the restart of the NBA. He has a lot of doubt. Uh, he's talking about social injustice. What's y'all, what's y'all thoughts on a lot of news that Kyrie has been talking about in the last couple
4: of days? Kyrie should have put a stop to he, he What well, he the assistant president or whatever?
3: he's like, player. the, uh, he, he like the, the players' association vice yeah. president. Some like you
4: should have made your voice heard when they came up with all this stuff. Well, but y'all, y'all boys like, did didn't do oh. y'all homework,
3: man. I need to do you homework. He's like the player rep or something like that. Yeah, he's,
1: he's a player rep. If that only the, the vice president, LeBron. He's the assistant. He's the assistant.
4: CP3 he's the assistant. CP3 is the president. Well, he's the yeah. assistant. He's part. He part of. He CP3. part of. The, he Chris part Paul. of. He's the player. He's a player. player association president. Man, listen, Kyrie, I see where he's coming from. I I, I see where he's coming from. The problem gonna be is, is everybody else gonna be with it. You know what I'm saying? Are they gonna just like you know forget it? You know, done with it? Cause I I can see where you're going to Florida. You're away from your family, and you just there. You can't go nowhere. It's like Groundhog's Day. You know what I'm saying? I, I just think That's they funny. need. I think they need to. I think they need to. The, the the NBA as a whole the players at the whole need to come and make one decision. Are we going to play or are we not going to play. They playing. Like you said earlier. Everybody <laughs> need to come to one decision. They
5: playing. You ain't worried
3: about that. They playing. Well, it ain't it ain't it ain't guaranteed yet.
4: Man, listen, bro.
3: One Kyrie injured anyway. He ain't even playing. But
5: you got other people. You got other people don't want to play. either. You got Donovan Mitchell, you got uh the White Howard. They I got I think you got no you, those cats are not needle movers.
3: You got uh Let LeBron got, say we ain't playing, then we got something. Oh, you, got not, Carmelo, you got Camelo, you got Camelo Anthony. Come on, bro. Name 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 some people that got some poop from poop. No,
5: out. you're right, but I'm just saying you can't play if you got a yeah, LeBron make the needle move, but if you got half of the players saying they not gonna come and you got half gone, then you can't have the season. It ain't about it ain't about who saying no; it's how many people you got saying no.
4: I think they said yesterday we're gonna use G League players so yeah, you're it,
5: And <laughs> you gonna get you gonna get somebody a championship for that? Come on, man!
3: That uh, got a big old ass to body. No, they said yeah, Do you feel Kyrie has like like? Do he has something about like he's talking a lot? And you know, who knows if he's even gonna play? Like he's that, not playing. He's not playing. So. For him to you know to be voicing so much, like you're not even playing. Like I'm sure about now you may be healthy.
5: But I'm with Kyrie, man. I think I think they shouldn't have had the playoff. I mean So you saying they
3: shouldn't they shouldn't start a season at all?
5: I think they shouldn't, bro, because what if say you're in a playoff series, right? And your two of your star player got COVID, then you're gonna have to play a, a series with somebody with not your best player and somebody gonna win the championship. It's to right. it's it hurt. But 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 still though, I understand that, but I'm just saying right now, and then somebody catch it and somebody pass. Then now we're gonna have a big issue saying, say bro, they should never went out there, this and that. Like you are acting up the the players are taking more of the risk than the owners.
4: And, and then and
5: it's that's like, what Kyrie is saying. You know what I'm saying? Well, if one of these players go out there and die tomorrow, then we all won't be looking like, oh, bro.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you get and the money, that's what he
5: looking at. So I know, for an understanding, we want basketball, cause we ain't taking no risk. <laughs> Kyrie saying to me, it's about money, and y'all want, yeah, bro. We need, cause y'all want something to watch. But it it's ain't your family. No, they, they got you your it? family member out there going out on the front line taking that risk, bro. They,
3: bro, so you not, think I, them NBA players don't want their check? Bro, they getting paid regardless. Hey, bro, they ain't going to get paid if they ain't playing. Well, maybe not, but you want a check or
5: you want your life. I mean, <laughs> I get you it, it. You can't spend that shit while you dead. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, how <laughs> are you talking about? Somebody want their money. What are
3: you going to do with it if you dead? <laughs> Somebody else is going to be spending that shit? <laughs> they playing. What you think, JV? I saw you shaking your head.
1: Keon, man, I was <laughs> with you for a little bit, and then you went totally left.
5: Well, what what part I went left with? What what part you you was with, and what part I went left with? So I, I
1: I mean I think Kyrie was focusing health was one of his multiple issues he's had was restarting the season to for this particular type of tournament. But I think the ultimate issue he had with it was that the season. This season started when it's going to start, and the time frame of it was going to take away from the progress that this movement is having. So, I think, I think, I think, knowing that the climate, and I think a couple of players actually talked about this. Uh, one was, uh, I can't think his name now, nah, he he posted about it earlier. Uh, 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 man for the Clippers, um. Early. No, not Beverly. Lou Will. Lou Will, actually. Lou Will talked about that, you know, it is – it will take away from it and it will. It you will. Know? He was saying that, you know, them playing and done it because, you know, fans won't be in the stadium, and they're actually predicting they may not be in the stadium next year. Right. Because they won't have a vaccination ready – a vaccine, excuse me, ready by the season starting in December. So, it's a chance they won't have fans next year in, in the NBA season. Uh, even though they're going to have a delayed season. So, but he was just stating that, you know, yeah, you guys are going to be watching basketball at home, drinking your beer, but that's going to take away for what, you know? Especially because not only the the mainstream media being like the CNNs, MSNBC, Fox News, God help them, and others uh, reporting on this, but then when you have the likes of ESPN and all the other sports, Fox Sports and all the other news outlets, their report on this, you know, it's, yeah, it's kind of steroids overload, but it it making that change and, and going to basketball will take away from what you see because you start talking about LeBron making a move and this play and that play, and you forget about, you know, that you have this, this um, movement going on. And it's also going to take players out of that stance and take their, take their um, platform away from that to focus more on the basketball and the game, right? You know what I mean? Right now, when you're seeing all these players march, that's part of the news. So I think him saying that makes him very socially conscious. Um, And he knows that, you know, the narrative needs to be centered here for them to get, for us as a people to get true reform. Um, Of course, it's going to take many years, but I think it's going to take many years. But to get the direct impact now, I think that's what his whole issue is. And I have no problem with it. I mean, we all know that Kyrie's a, a very complex deep thinker. Um, he thinks about things in a lot of different ways. Earth is flat. Uh, all these different things and challenges that he has. And he's very sensitive, too. Um, but I like the fact that he's thinking about this. And he's taking it upon himself to kind of be, you know, maybe the devil's advocate to a certain degree. Not in that aspect, but just just, hey, the left wing thinker that somebody is like, we got to think about this, what it would do to that particular, um, um, the movement. Um, hmm. uh, uh, what it'll do to the movement. If we do, if, if they do start a basketball next month. So I, I have no issues with them. Like I said before, I, I don't think everything's about money. Um, they make a lot of money. So, I, and that's the reason why I said I was with you because, yeah, maybe they should think about canceling the season and letting the players take the rest of this year or the amount of time they need to utilize their platform in this fight instead of thinking about basketball aspect of things. And I think that would have been something they should consider and really uh, maybe even consider 100%. Uh, instead of having replacement players – or guys that, you know, you're not going to really be knowing because the product's not going to be the same. It's not going to be that great. Um, I, basketball is not the only thing, man. Like, shit, man. It's a lot of things in life that we all care about outside of just basketball or sports in general. And this is bigger than sports.
5: Yeah, and having a replacement players is just, like, ridiculous.
4: It's and like, the biggest thing, though, is an election year, mm-hmm. and this is big for everybody. Like, this is this election, it might be one of the biggest elections in our lifetime. Oh, yeah. And and, and, and by you saying that, James, you're right. If they do have a season, everybody will lose conscious of what we got ahead of us because of what's happened behind us. So I just think that you're right. They should squash the season. Let's keep this movement going. we went into to an election where the NCAA has canceled classes, all athletic activity to get people to go out and vote, which was big, which is big. But, but, but you're right. They need to keep this movement going. Listen, you can play basketball next year. This year is a different circumstance than any other year that we've ever had.
5: So you agree with ben should cancel the season then?
4: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's a different year,
3: man. It's you realize October and the fall is, like, around the corner. So if you're going to cancel basketball, you might as well cancel football too.
1: But, they, I mean, they're going to have the season start in December. And nobody really watches basketball in October, November anyway.
6: Right.
2: So,
1: so why not just start the season in December? Now, the thing about football is going to be interesting because we're going to get into that topic next, right? But the interesting part about football is the pandemic, excuse me, is they can't control it. But, and, and the way they're trying to act like, like these kids are in their 20s, it's not going to affect them the same, 19 to 23? It don't matter. They're they're having a. We all have seen, as a product of of what been going on in the news. They're having the worst time controlling this pandemic to affect their players. The COVID nineteen is affecting all of them, and Alabama is a prime key. Now that's going to be a variation. Like I said, we're going to talk about in a minute. But you know, yeah, the health part is one thing, right? Now you know you got the health part added with the climate, and you know, and and. And being at, you know eighty percent of your players to your, your 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 teams are black, right you know this these these things are you know bigger than that a lot of these kids I'm pretty sure a lot of these kids going to want to protest on campus because they' they're having to look at these racist names on these these buildings you know as as something they that's going to be continually keep bothering them as they keep moving forward so so like I say we're going to talk about it in a minute, but it, I, I just think it's bigger than. Anything before, sometimes something is just bigger than, than what you can imagine.
3: Yeah, it's a catch 22, bro. Because, like you said, this whole movement of social justice is not going away, you know what I'm saying? So, from a business standpoint, it's gonna never be a perfect time to start. Well, no, it's been an hour already. Whether they, you know, whether they started in July, whether they push it to October, or November, or whatever, it'll never be a perfect perfect situation. Because if we feel like this movement is gonna to continue to make progress, it's gonna to have to continue. It can't just die down once the summer comes. And that's maybe that's what the NBA may be looking at. It's like it's never a good time, but we got a platform to maybe still push the social injustice. You know, just because you're playing ball, that don't mean you can't still do your off days and still protest and do whatever things you wanna do. You can't. you can't leave.
1: You, you're you're supposed to be all in line in this bubble. Oh yeah, they can't go out. You can't leave. So yeah. for two months, you got to stay within that bubble. And, yeah, and you can't see a fan for the first week, so they can't leave. So no, you can't do anything. That's what Kyrie's saying. You can't do anything else. It has to be basketball, and that's it.
5: And and like James was saying was, if by having the season, the coverage goes from what's going on in the streets to who's up to one, three, one, all this and that, and they can't go out there. So, I get, So what y'all think about LeBron not even getting on the call yesterday? No, he didn't? He didn't even get on. And I understand he's saying he can still change and impact by playing. And I know he's probably doing it because he's thinking, bro, I'm, I'm almost at the end of my career. This is one of my best times to win a championship. But for him to not even get on a call, that's not – the point of the call was discussed. what well, we're discussing. Should we have a season, and the reason why we shouldn't have a season? Kyrie, done put together a call, but LeBron, they didn't even get on the call. Here's the thing. Here's my thing. I'm not sure. It it, it, it
1: matters. Here's here's where it matters, right? If the call that was put together, whether well, LeBron, I'm pretty sure LeBron had didn't have anything else to do. He had much else to do. But anyway, the, it matters. If the, if the call that LeBron had missed, if LeBron had went and told Chris Paul, who's this boy's godfather of Bronny, uh, if he had said to him, hey, listen, I'm not going to be able to be on the call, you know, but here's how I feel. I know that the, the agenda, because these guys are very smart. They normally lay out agendas and all that type of stuff. If he went out there and said, okay, I saw the agenda about this call. This is how I feel. And he expressed that Chris Paul, and Chris Paul expressed the message out to the community. Now I have no problem with it. You know what I mean? Because that happens all the time where somebody's doing something else or maybe they just don't feel like, hey, you know, I'm not going to be a part of this call. I don't want to be there, but here's how I feel about it. And everybody's able to take the message and move forward with it. That's cool. But if it, if it was a situation where he just felt like I don't want to be a part of the call, a neglect factor, yeah, right? Like, I or, you know, in that nature, then I have an issue with it because you are an NBA player. You may be a superstar but you are an NBA player, and you should be a part of this community because you politic a lot of the changes that you see right now in the NBA. It was a lot of things, you know, the things that you were involved in, and, and you guys as a group have made it what the NBA is currently. So you should at least be here to hear the, the fears and the cries and the issues of other players that they have a problem with it. You know, I, I feel like he should have been a part of that that call in man, because I think one, one thing I always thought about LeBron is, is that you know he's always looked for. He's always thought about you know being able to have a transition in the NBA, move around, change, go from team to different team. But he's always trying to craft narrative. So, you know this is a good chance for him to come in and hear everybody else's narrative about what's going on.
4: Yeah, I agree. what do you think, D. Springs? Based on uh, Keyon' question. I, I I agree with James. You you I mean, this is tough. But I, I do think LeBron has to realize, like, hey, you know what? If I do have a chance to win a championship, cool, but this ain't the year. It, it's just not. Like, like, like you got to realize that, you know, this is – we've never seen nothing like this happen in our lifetime. Yeah, you had, like, little spots of it, but not like this where you see somebody die on TV, you have a COVID, you have a disease that they can't control, a pandemic that nobody can control, nobody knows how to slow it down. You know, you got kids. Like, like you had a kid 15 years old die in Baltimore. She was healthy. You see what I'm saying? I just think they got to look at it from a standpoint that sometimes, I don't care if you're in your 17th season, sometimes you got to push away from the table and say, you know what, this is bigger. Let's handle it like men. Squash the season and let's come back next year. You got to be on them calls, you know, cuz like like okay, LeBron, you you outspoken in the front. Once you're in the front, you got to stay in the front. Yeah. You got to take the calls. You got to you got to be on the same page with your brothers. Because guess what? Once you start cracking that brother, once you start cracking that chain, then everything just falls apart.
3: Man, let my man LPJ go for that chip,
4: man. It's nah, like, man. Like, nah. Let, man, man, let my let
3: man get that chip, baby. That
4: question. What if LeBron get sick? What if LeBron got to get sick? And some people say it ain't 14 days. Some people get sick for 30 and 40 days. You it's see that, what I'm
3: saying? Ain't nobody's excluded.
4: That, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. So now he's going to come to a point, and, and, let, and let's say uh, they lose to, like, the Memphis Grizzlies or something like that. Well, you know what the narrative's going to be. Well, LeBron didn't play. We need to put an asterisk by this championship. Nah. because yeah. Everybody knew going in that anybody can get sick. Yeah. So at and
5: 14 of, days, that's a whole series.
4: No, it ain't just 14. They assume that it's 14. And depending on the person, it could be longer. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Man, it's look, just, let's just push yeah. the joint to the side. LeBron, everybody had rest. So next year, when you start the season in December, everybody's good and fresh, and let's make it happen.
3: Well, y'all going to be watching just like me. You
4: no, know, if it's on, yes. I will watch. Don't get me wrong. It's but I do, wrong. Think, I do think that it's going to be somebody that end up getting the COVID and then everybody's going to be a wash after that. It's, yeah, it's going to be a wash. definitely damn if you do, damn if you don't. It's one That's of those- what's
5: going to happen, Don. Somebody going to get it. Yeah. And then the players going to be like, oh, bro, why not? Because they already had it. And I think LeBron and I think LeBron and AD and already had it. There was those yeah, Lakers players. Yeah. Those was the Lakers players. They never came out with it.
4: It was them.
3: Uh, <laughs> all
5: right. Because so. you
4: ain't gonna put your best player on Front Street? need uh, one nope. of the best players on Front making, Street. That ain't making no
3: news. But as we, you know, we are going look. We all looking. I, I, I want some basketball, me personally. Right? Like you said, everybody hey, do, do, Raymond. Yeah. But, but sometimes
5: you gotta everybody though. But you sometimes you gotta look at the bigger picture.
3: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So as we talk about college football, you know fall will be here but around the corner, and there's some been some big news going coming from South Carolina, Clemson to be exact. We got a Clemson alum on here. He's shaking his head. He thinking he's looking at the wall. I'm open the floor up to you, Danovan. Speak your piece about my man Dabo. Swag, Dabo Sweeney,
4: man. Ain't no swag. What's up with your boy down there, man? Foolishness. Foolishness. Same breed like Drew Brees. Dabo, don't get me wrong. Dabo built the school back up to a nice football program. But his arrogance of who he is is going to cause a good thing to go bye-bye. Dude, you, it ain't about you. Same thing with, 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 with Brees. It ain't about the flag. It ain't about you, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you came up with your bootstraps and you, your mom lived with you in Alabama in, in, in your room and all that. You came up the t- tough way. But guess what? You're not black. You're totally different. So you're going to have more movement in your life than a lot of these black kids that you bring in, a lot of these black kids that's still on the street. Yes, you have done some great things at the school. But at the same time, this ain't about you. Wrong place, wrong time. What he should have did was follow what his quarterback said. I stand with my brothers. I stand with the players that I came in with. And we're going to try to make change on this campus. That's what he should have said. But his arrogance got him in trouble because he thinks it's all about him. It ain't all about him. If you ain't had these four and five stars out here playing for you, you wouldn't be – You would because you would have been fired a long time ago. you got to look at the climate. It's not about the coach all the time. And, and, and the other issue I got is, why is everybody always throwing up Martin Luther King? That joint is blowing me. <laughs> it's blowing me. People didn't listen to Martin Luther King when he was trying to tell everybody his story. Every time somebody get in trouble, they want to throw Martin Luther King and want to express some stuff through Martin Luther King. Dude, say how you feel. Leave Martin Luther King alone. When he expressed how he feel, he, it got him killed. So these coaches, players need to quit using Martin Luther King. Come up and say how you feel. This man said how he feel, and nobody listened to him. So at the end of the day, quit throwing that out. And, and I think the media need to quit putting these coaches – on a platform, oh yeah, he wears religion on his sleeve and all that. But dude, I can't tell what that foolishness you said the other day, because if you if you got a true religion, bro, anybody, you should feel sorry for anybody who that happened to you. And you shouldn't think about it, about yourself, no matter what. And I just think his arrogance is gonna cause a good thing to go bye-bye if he keep this up and thinking about himself. I'm done.
3: Man, y'all just fired that boy. He come down to Miami and we turn that program around, dog. That dad will come down south, man. <laughs> Coming to you, dog. We'll take it. <laughs> what you think, JD? I
1: think what Dante said was correct. Um, and I would add that I think that was tone deaf. You know, a lot of people from the south tend to be tone deaf, right? <laughs> uh, you know, guys, you know, you were actually correct. Definitely using the Martin Luther King. Um his his philosophy and logic doesn't even add up to the to the level of of conversation that or discussion that we're even having. I mean, they never bring in that Martin Luther King was the most hated man in America when he died. Seven percent America actually either disliked what he was doing or hated him individually and was not really that sad outside of the black community when he was murdered. You know, uh, Melvin, Evans was another. Edgar was another gentleman that died in his at his front yard. That people weren't jumping. The black community felt the impact, but people, you know, in in America, white America wasn't, you know, they weren't sad about. Um, you know, when and when Muhammad Ali was going through his issues and was at that time the most hated man in the uh, United States. You know, people weren't utilizing championing him until he got to the point where you know. Physically, he wasn't the same, and he couldn't, um, and at that point, wasn't it the same guy that he was in the 70s from a mental standpoint, because, you know, if he took the the, uh, the boxing pounding to a certain degree, and that's when everybody kind of started championing him as, you know, you know, a man of progress and change, you know, when he was trying to do it as a young champion trying to go through the rankings, they weren't really looking at him the same way as they champion before he ended up passing away and dying. So I mean like so guys like Dabo to me is, you know, I've been around too many different times. It's more about the football game than it is about the athlete. I kind of felt I felt kind of um um I, I, I felt kinda of sad in this aspect because um it was in Watson. It was uh New receiver. What's the receiver? D Hop. D Hop is is champion for change when it comes to taking out the which they end up doing by by the way. They, they did took the names, yeah. they took the names out of the uh of, of one of the uh grand oh, the builders, and
4: they are trying to get right. it off the hall.
1: Exactly. Uh, the honor building. But yeah. what I have a problem with D Hop is he but he's literally look, saying to his coach that like, the coach made me to a man and, you know, he's in here, you know I'm saying, he did this and he did that for me and all that. And I'm like, well, which one is it? Right? You wanted, you wanted the world and you wanted, you know, the Clemson community to make a change, right? Well, you should hold your coach accountable too.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, for the tone deafness, for allowing another coach to call somebody a, 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 a slur, a racial slur. You should hold him accountable for how, for how he's conducted the program and how he's allowed things to slide. You can't ask for the, everybody else to look at that particular piece but not look at your coach and have the same analysis about him as the other issues that facing that campus and across the United States, man. So I looked that up, and to me, that really made me kind of look at what he was talking about with the building and the honors college. I didn't care no more because I'm looking at you like you're coming off a little bit phony to me because you're not saying don't look at him the same way. We got, he got to get himself straight too. You're not doing that for Dabo, but you're doing that for the Clemson University. To me, it's all totality. It's all in one. So everybody's either you like we've all keep saying you either you know you either stay, you either you either come all go all in, or you are gonna get run over. And if that's Dabo's that gotta be part of that run over, then it is what it is. It just is what it is. And and I would just ask for you know when you see, when we look at this that community, uh, I would, if I had D Hop, I would tell D Hop the same thing. You you champion this, but you're not championing making sure that Davos is accountable and why he's wearing Football Matters t-shirts and why he's being so tone deaf and why he's making all these comments and going on a 14-minute uh, 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 the name about some BS Nothing. about the things he's done and what things that he's done as far as the campus community and his players when we're talking about what have you done for the community in general? What have you done for black folks in general? You know what I mean? Yeah, you've helped somebody some, but it's always been it's one-on-one hey, yeah, you brought their son in, you gave him they're playing football, they may get to the NFL, they may not. By the end of the day, you're, you're making $9 million a year. So clearly, you're not making $9 million a year without the top players. So, uh, uh, Key, you can go ahead, man. But I, I just look at that, and I just – it's ridiculous to me. You know, this guy – Fire that
3: boy, dog. It is ridiculous.
4: No, they ain't going to do that. They ain't going to fire
3: Fire that boy, man. Come to Miami, bro. <laughs> It, it Raymond, the- Raymond, y'all need Jesus, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
5: hey,
3: bro, sometimes, bro, you got to get lucky and get, get, get the Lord to bless you, bro, and send Dabo down to the Miami, dog. We'll take but, it. But my thing with Dabo, bro,
5: I think, I thought he, his thing was worse than Drew Brees, bro, for real. It was worse than Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Um, he come in after all this, after, because it was after the Drew Brees thing, All Lives Matter. Bro, just cause we say Black Lives Matter don't mean we saying White Lives don't matter. He a Christian. He forgive. He go to he go to church with Black folks. Man, what they got to do with it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why I said he was worse than Drew Brees. And then you come the next day with a shirt on. Football matters. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. It, it, it was it was, it, I just, it was just ridiculous. No, the
4: football matter. The football matters happened first. What happened yeah. was. Yeah, he went, he went to the uh, he went on a vacation and one of the dudes from Oklahoma was out there and he went to undergrad at Oklahoma. See, that see, this this is the problem with Dabble. Dabble let people bait him in and stuff. Because the dude from Oklahoma, if you look at his post, he 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 put on there, yeah, coach, you were a nice guy, had a good conversation with him and his family, but you know I'm an Oklahoma undergrad. So you know the underlining in that is if 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 the dude ain't went to Oklahoma, You know what i'm saying that's why he posted it he posted because it's recruitment that's part of that's part of it and that's my point you can't do stuff like that i don't care if you go on vacation or whatever bro if you take a picture with people you don't know what school they went to you you see what i'm saying even though i do agree with james he's tone deaf he's tone deaf but at the same time you have a football matters t-shirt in this climate the dude didn't have to post it but the dude posted it because he knew what climate we was in. So now, okay, recruit that you probably could have got from Oklahoma, they're gonna be looking at that joint like, yo, oh yeah, we're not we not dealing with this dude. You see what I'm saying? So so <laughs> I agree with <laughs> you. Yeah,
5: yeah, and that was my point with him. Even after all that, he still was whatever. Exactly. And that's why I say at least Drew Brees came up with four damn apologies after
2: <laughs> Exactly.
5: He he. He had, like, bro, it is what it is. I'm da- I'm, I'm. a winner, and it's about football. And it ain't about nothing else. And then to tell your players, I don't think you should even do that. You football player. They it's, still
4: black? The arrogance, bro, going to get us. I'm telling you, the arrogance so, is ruining a good thing. That's
5: why I say he, he worse than Drew Brees, bro. Le- you know what I'm saying? Drew Brees' wife came out and apologized twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drew Brees did it four times. And I just thought. Oh, that boy, like, D. You, D. Huh? Fire that boy, man! I don't. I, well, that's on them what they do. You, I'm just saying. As if my son was coming up and they want to get my son a scholarship, he would not go there. I don't care where he coaching at, he would not go there.
4: That's my point. That's my point, right there. That's my point. That's, that's, he can that's be my, coaching.
5: He can be, be coaching at LSU. The I just wouldn't want to send him there for somebody who think like that, who don't have. Other than football, that's the only thing you can do for him.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But as we move on, bro, so, you know, like you said, COVID is still real. There's still a pandemic. Football coming up. Uh, number of uh, Alabama players have said they test positive for COVID. Um, there, there's probably a number of college programs that had testing players positive. It just didn't make the news. So, Jay, what you, what you think about that, man? Like, how is it, you know, affecting the Alabama program? and What do you, what you think? Should college football be played in the fall? Same with NFL, too.
1: The main thing is, I don't think this – NFL's going to be a little bit different because they're grown men. And they're going to have – even though I think college have – also have the facilities that can probably handle the situation, I think football is different because – I mean, NFL is different because they, they're going to have top – Everything right, not just facilities, doctors, everything in place it's to make sure that you know they, they have the best product on the field and that they can coin to play, quarantine to play as best as they can. It's gonna be tough, but it's gonna be all both of them gonna have tough issues of doing it. I, this is not an Alabama issue, this is gonna be a football issue in totality. Yeah, and man. and the problem is, is that you know it's a, it's a pandemic that you just don't know anything about. Yeah. Um, you don't know how it's gonna affect everybody's bodies. You don't know how everybody's gonna be dealing with the situation. And and you don't know who is gonna affect for the player standpoint on whether it's college or pro, who they affect when they go home to their households. So with that being said, bro, I, I don't really to be honest with you, I don't I can't really say whether it should be a season or not. It's like anything else. I mean, it's gonna be risk. But man, I, I feel like the risk is, is not gonna be it's not gonna be great for the reward. You know what I mean? I, I just don't think the value's there. Um, I think they're gonna still push forward on it because they've already started the training camps, but it's gonna be really tough. Um keeping the players focused on these particular issues, knowing that the, you know, people are coming out of nowhere with these disease, I mean, with the disease, with the uh, virus. I mean, it's, you know, like you said, Alabama players—they have five, and then now they, I think they have like another eight or something like that. So, they
4: State had a lot of them too. They had like yeah, four or five.
1: You know, so it's it's coming out of it's coming out of nowhere, and it's over and over and over again. I I just don't know how you can control something because to be honest with you, you can track everywhere these players go. You really don't know who they are getting in contact with. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, the students are not even on campus. So so how can you how can you control where they're going? The students are not even on campus, and they're still catching it. Then I ain't catch it from the basic common student,
3: So right? flip that question. If you had a, a son or a daughter going playing college, sports, well, then it could be any age, would you let them play?
1: I mean, matters with college sport. If they were playing tennis, if they are playing golf, or they were playing any sport with the contact to other, I, mean, I mean, y'all been around here. People still playing golf now. People yeah. still playing tennis now around here. If they were playing a sport with the contact to another player is minimum, yeah. But they're talking about a full contact sport where people got to breathe on each other. They, they got to, yeah, they got to, like, be on it. I mean, you don't even know if, if some dude who's, what is it, asymptomatic mm-hmm. may, may be walking around and you <laughs> play against another team. He may breathe on or hock on them or do something on purpose.
0: <laughs> you, don't,
1: you, you don't know to get the other best players sick. You don't know what's going You just don't know. And I'm just like, I mean, I don't know how you how you going to control this. This environment, it is gonna be, it's gonna be difficult, man. I mean, full contact sports to me is just gonna be obsolete to a certain degree. I just don't see how they can control it, I know they're gonna push for it, but
4: I don't see it, man. Man, push everything to the spring. I'm like, cause, I mean, I mean, you can start, you can start. If, once you get a vaccine, and I think you can push everything to the spring, football, all of that. You're just gonna have a lot of stuff going at one time, just like it is in the fall. And just roll with it. Everybody knows it's a different year. And just push it to the spring. I mean, you have three months: January, February, March. You can have March manage, you're gonna have college. It's just this particular year, it's gonna be everything is gonna be a crunch. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, school's going they're gonna lose a little bit of money, okay. But you make it back up in the spring, and guess what? It ain't as cold. I mean, it's gonna be cold in some spots. But I mean, you just have it in the spring and just keep it moving. I mean, you still can have it. It's just, it's just gonna be a crunch. That's all. You Keith, gotta adjust, you gotta adjust to the situation. Keith, what
3: you know, you know the AAU is big. I know Bryce is very heavy into football. Same with you know for basketball. Just like Bryce, um, Miles is. Well, if you had, are you letting play Bryce play this, this AAU this year?
5: No well, AAU, AAU canceled it. I knew once Nike said. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They was canceling the season. I knew it was a wrap. And because you like, because when they're they young, you can't tell them no fans going to be involved because the parents got to bring them there. You know what I'm saying? And, and so like James was saying, this is not just a college thing. What I'm looking forward to and going to feel bad for, like, seniors. Mm-hmm. Who's on that bubble? Who's trying to get a scholarship? Yeah. And they might not have a season. Yeah. So how do you go about getting recruited? You have to go look at what 10th 11th grade year yeah. like stuff like that what that say about having a high school uh football team you know going on because in in the same thing we i, w- I was joking with somebody uh yeah. I, I was thinking i was at a party we were talking about like in texas who's oh, at, oh, at a
3: party bro
5: no yeah it was like outside like a bryce bryce had like a One little kid. They was they met up in the park and they was just riding their bike. We were socially distant, had our masks on and everything. But like in Texas, dude was saying that they was out there with the look already training and stuff like that. I'm like, with the COVID, they're like, bro, in Texas, they be like, if you say COVID, you're gonna go run them hills. Ain't no COVID in football.
4: (laughs) But the numbers, but the numbers but the number done spiked up. So
5: all other states that open up earlier, the numbers is going back up. So, you know what I'm saying? If I had a son, like you said, man, I wouldn't let him play, bro, because life is more than just football or basketball, bro. It's about, you know, trying to stay healthy. And I don't know what you might get, and then you bring it home to me. I ain't, You know what I'm saying? They can be walking around with no symptoms or nothing like that, and you got to worry about them bringing it home to us because we older. You know what I'm saying? So on the
4: flip side, on the flip side, he bringing it home and he gets sick now. You like, damn, and my son's sick, and I got to go through all these changes to make sure my son. You know. What I'm oh, saying? you
5: worrying about yourself getting
4: sick? Exactly, but you don't want to see your son in that shape either. That a lot of yeah. kids going through, going to the hospital, and you can't go up in there with your kid. Nah, bro. Right. Like, I, can't, I, can't do yeah. that. I can't do that. Yeah, I
5: can't do that. Yeah, bro, because I like I said, I, and you know, it hit close to me. You know, having somebody who died from COVID. And my uncle wasn't ever—he wasn't never even had the chance to even say goodbye to his wife because he couldn't ever even go in the hospital.
4: Exactly.
0: Wow.
5: So nice. the whole time she was on her sick bed, he was never able to go see her. Wow. Talking
1: about um, you talking about the player from Minnesota? No, no, I'm right.
5: talking about oh. my aunt. Oh, <laughs> aunt? Oh, yes, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm about to yeah. Like, that's yeah. The
0: same,
1: but that's the same scenario that happened to uh, to um. Uh, uh, the, the oh, player the yeah, the player for the Timberwolves, yeah. Is it both of his parents had COVID 19? I'm talking about uh, um, Big Towers, uh, what's his name, Big Cat? Big yeah, Cat, yeah, yeah both no, both had
4: it. Oh, wow,
1: so his dad can go visit his mom while she was in the hospital. No, yeah. so she passed in the hospital while he was
5: at home recovering.
4: Oh yeah, cause she, you yeah. know, they ain't let nobody
5: up in there. Yeah, they don't yeah, let, they don't let yeah. nobody in. And yeah. so my oh, uncle, she in the so, passing. Yeah, so my uncle's still dealing with that today, bro. He never even had a chance to even say goodbye or even mm-hmm. be with her in a time of need when she really needed somebody. She died alone. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, bro.
1: yeah, yeah, man. It, it, I just feel like it's, hey, man. Listen, it's just not. I don't think it's worth it, man. I don't really do. I don't. I don't. As much as I love sports, I love college sports too. I'm a big fan. I think Alabama will win the national championship. I think they got a really good team. <laughs> I really do. I think they got a really they got that quarterback situation right. Other than that, he ain't going nowhere. Listen, Matt Jones played last year, so yeah. he he's got some things on his belt. He's got and he got a kid behind him that if they don't he don't get on his horse, the kid gonna stop on week eight. Yeah. So <clears throat> they got a really good team. And I thought I, I, I like their chances this season. I was like, man, listen. I don't. See
3: Miami there. winning the Coastal. We're coming out of that thing. Clemson, get ready for the ACC Championship, yeah, bro. When, we you,
0: we
1: bro, when your victory. prediction, when your prediction is to Aaron win. King. Listen, when your prediction is just to win the side of your division, <laughs> That's all I it. need. That's <laughs> I can tell you, <laughs> trash, dog. I take Only it. Only a trash <laughs> program <will> be happy about <laughs> winning the division. <laughs> like, hey, I like, dog, winning the yeah. ACC. Yeah. ain't nothing. <laughs> my yeah. I don't even think about the SEC West. To me, in my mind, SEC West has already won. We need to win the SEC championship and the championship. It ain't no damn SEC West. Well, you ain't
5: win the SEC West last year, so. But you just
1: talk about last year, bro. I'm talking about hey, hey, this. season can y'all do it again? Ain't nobody hey, ain't hey, talking about
5: no hey, LA key,
1: season. season. Hey, right. Who,
5: who are the national champions?
1: Hey, Keith, can y'all nobody, do it
5: again? It's a new season. Can you know, y'all do it again? Right now, until we beat the throne, we are the national champions. Right.
3: Y'all are. Can y'all, y'all it like, again? Y'all would lose the first week, because I think y'all play Texas. First okay, week, whatever. <laughs> well, Man, losing. Look, since we're talking about Texas, Texas talking about eliminating the uh, eyes of Texas, trying to, you know, make their change for inclusion and you know social justice. about the
4: black face, yeah.
3: So I mean like this is the time to really put pressure on a lot of colleges and organizations and businesses to make change. Like this is the time. And you see things are happening and, and companies and colleges are making that change to be, you know, to be more sensitive to the sense. we well, look at NASCAR, taking down all the Confederate flag, which they should have been done that. Yo, that's <laughs> big. I, I don't
1: that's think that's big. big. Uh, make changes. Man, listen, I think that's a simple thing to say. I, I think this is an opportunity for everybody, all collegiates, all the colleges across the United States to vo- start evaluating their, practices um, to evaluate their, like I said, their business practices, evaluate their history. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to hear more transparency from these universities. Right, They need to start, they need to evaluate not only like the, the, like the current state, the environment, right? But they also need to evaluate, like when I say history, this, it's time for you to, look, to really acknowledge why you're the universe and you are, and was you were you were you in a situation where you benefited from slavery, which we all know they did, mm-hmm. but it's like Georgetown having to come to grips and put out that that message and put out the information, and that's the reason why they came to the resolution of you know all the all I think all the identified slaves that was that was sold to uh, the, one of the Roman Catholic churches or somewhere down in, in Louisiana New Orleans somewhere like that, right? But it was, they were sold for profit so that the, the, the university can still be what it is now. And all the rest of these universities that have made their name and made their staple point off of the backbones of slavery, it's time for us to evaluate their campuses and their school and everything about them from, from like I said, from a educational standpoint and from a history standpoint because they need to start acknowledging that that's why i feel like they need to get back to the community especially the black community it's time for them to start coming up and telling the honest truth and give people the honest perspective of how they are the way they are starting with the university of alabama starting with the rest of these schools across the united states bro and and then they need to apply some type of uh, level of responsibility where They're allowing a lot of these people who they've, families and these of slave families and all that, they've allowed to, like I said, benefit from and they need to either give them free tuition or we need to get to a point where we can all, everybody get on the same playing field with these HBCUs Mm -hmm. so that everybody is starting to start from the same standpoint. And then we can just see at that point, who is producing what students. I, don't, I think the resources need to be even out. And I, like I just said, man, and I just feel like from that standpoint, the university have, have benefited from slavery. And, I, and some HBCUs as well, because um, some Black people did own slaves. And I feel like it, it needs to come to fruition. And I think they need to, it's just like I said, the practices need to be evaluated, and their history need to be evaluated. We need to make sure that everybody's being honored. And that can be the best way of repar- reparations. It doesn't, even though you do know it's $97 trillion, right? And I would rather take my $97 trillion than anything else. At the end of the day, you need to form some reparations within these universities,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And there need to be some free tuition given out to a lot of these Black folks and these students. And you need to go through these areas, give out that free tuition, allow people to go back to school free get their education, so they can start getting the same standpoint. I ain't talking about undergrad, from my grad school, and beyond. You know what I mean? That's what, and I mean, I make go on a whole different tangent, but that's just how I feel about that.
3: I'm going to have you a little mini rant for the day, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I want to get your opinion. So, like I said, it's a big topic now, these young college basketball cats, and just in general, athletes. Going to HBCUs, so on Twitter and, you know, all the social media, like, basketball is hot. These young cats committing early, saying I'm considering HBCUs. Mikey Wales, just name one or two. What are y'all thoughts on like changing the landscape if one of those cats go to HBCU and like ball out for a year? What you think would be the
4: impact? You got to get more. You got to get more than one. Cause if one just go to me personally, it's lip service right now. Cause it cause, cause of the climate, it's lip service. Cause you feel this way kind of now. Once you sign and you get on campus. Then that changed Now you can't just have one and then oh, people are like, okay, all right, we gave you one. Now I'm just going to go to the Kentucky's and all that. You have to have multiple to do this. Because sometimes, you know, like right now, it's hot. Like, you know, you want to go, you know, it, it, once you commit and go, then I, okay, and then you get somebody else to come behind you or the ones who are in the top 25 or top 300. If you get a lot of them to go to these black schools, okay, I'm with you. But you just can't have just one do it. And then once the climate is over or the change, that changes have been made, now you go back to, you know what I'm saying? I, I, you gotta have multiple. I just think you gotta have multiple people to do it. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a good start, but don't be the lip service. Let me see you do it.
3: Yeah, they got like, they, you can commit two years from
4: now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you can
3: change you your find mind. That body line, and you just, it's just lip service at this point. But I mean, it's a it's good, good topic. And I think yeah. it's gonna take one of these cats' ass Look, man, they know I'm one and done. I know I'm going to the league. That's what it's going to kind of take to try to get other cats to start going towards the HBCUs and ball out for the year, two years, however long they do. Key, what you think, bro?
5: Yeah, I think uh, you need need a uh, class like the Fab Five. I think you need five to go to the same school Mm -hmm. and just call habit, go in a tournament and have success Mm-hmm. That way, the ESPNs and all this can come out there and cover them. And then you're going to start having that trend where, okay, let's go team up and go to HBCU, right. it, you know what I'm saying? So it just going to, then once the money starts coming in, then the facilities and everything else get better because the TV money and all that will be going to the HBCUs. But you just need like five or good six just to go to one school. Say bro, we the top, we know we want it done. Let's go to whatever HBCU for, for one year and just and go just call mayhem in the tournament. And so you just need them to go at one time to the same school. It's kind of like when the Fair Five went to Michigan. But
4: yeah. you gotta have more kids to do it every year. See, that's where it gets. But I'm
5: saying, but once they do it at one year, now other kids can see we can go that route. It just need you just need that one person to, to take that leap to show them, okay, we had the same success. Now then the money will start following. Now people will be investing more money where well, the facility will be big, bigger. You know what I'm saying? They had a training facility. There are, uh, people go get jobs there. Like, and then it's gonna start too, like, like Mo Williams, more uh, people who's not getting coaches opportunities at these big schools yeah. and, uh, in the NBA, go down to these BCU and coach. And mm-hmm. recruit the kids that come there. I just need that one class. It's just mm-hmm. it's always start with one, and it, not one, but like a class, like a five. Just give me yeah. a fair five, five that go down there, and they can just reach the like the Sweet Sixteen, Final Eight. That would be eight, huge. Five. That's what we need. That's and that's and that's the blueprint. Yeah,
3: JD, what you got? clubs.
1: I disagree though, to a certain degree. I think everything you guys say are correct, but I think you only need one. Um, you do need a top ten recruit. You do need one. You need one top 10 recruit. And I think if you get that one top 10 recruit to understand the complex of this of of the environment and the situation because like like we just said, it's two years from now if it's a Michael Williams. But if it's another top 10 recruit, if you just get that one top 10 recruit to go there to uh, Alabama State, Hampton, Howard, um, and the, the fact that you also that with the climate of Players now being able to benefit from their uh, lightness.
4: Oh, uh, that
1: That right there, with that, we're both going together. You, all you need is that one player. You don't need. You don't need ESPN now. You don't need James,
5: but
4: you
1: don't need
5: But James, so the cut, off, James, cut See, that one player is not gonna get you deep in the tournament. That's why I'm no, saying. Listen, I, I agree. Well, with, I agree with you saying one to start it. But you
2: don't, need,
1: you don't need a player. You don't need five. You don't need a fab. Uh, 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 you know, a five-five type environment. You don't really need to get deep in the in the in, in the in the tournament. I mean, I mean, John Moran's a prime example. Only went into the second
5: round of the tournament, but, the, but he the, had a big school though. No, he was not He had a D1. he he, had, had, he, had, he was at Mary State. And well, Mary State, not HBCU. That's what I'm saying. HBCUs are still they play in D one too. I to understand school. that I'm talking about. But but he still was on. No, he wasn't. No, State was well, no it was on TV. No it was not. on TV
1: a few nights. <laughs> no it wasn't. They not to, not. No they. They played they, they was on ESPN twice and it was on ESPN2 and they played they played uh, University of Alabama. And that's the reason why. And that was early in the season. And that he that was his first year, his freshman year, then the sophomore year he was on there one time. So Mary State got there because one they had really good they had really good seasons. They always played on a night like a Thursday or off night that the ESPN would show basketball. So they weren't on TV all the time. We don't, that's what I'm saying, we don't need a Fab Five. That's, that, they went down in history. It'd be great to have, it'd be great to have something like that for HBCUs. They need one player. They need that one top star to say, okay, and he takes on the responsibility for bringing back his community. He's going to get paid to do it at the same time. It, it'll help and it would establish some type of quota it will establish some type of resemblance. And 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 I guarantee you the all these cause they don't cause like I just we just said, they don't we don't you don't need you don't need the ESPNs. You know what I mean you have like you know these whether it's IG channels like over Overtime or these other ones like uh Bleacher Report Reporter does these they have people who can broadcast things. They don't need it. All you need the internet.
5: Yeah. If you do that. But the, re- but the, the reason I disagree long. with that, you knew ESPN if you're trying to be a top five pick. Like when Steve, McNair was at, when Steve McNair was at Alcorn State, ESPN was coming out there. Like this dude was in the run for Heisman. But you you know what I'm saying? Mean, like, dude, he, well, he, well, he ended up being what, third in the Heisman vote? You don't need that to be a top five pick. Bro.
4: Nah, no, I, mean, I think I you see, do. I, I, see, I see what James and James It's like the, the way, outlets now. It's more outlets it's way more media
5: outlets now. You don't you can control yeah. your own narrative now. Because the thing they're gonna be saying was if you don't make the tournament, my point is the thing they're gonna be saying, if you don't make oh, he was doing this against competition, these cats not gonna be in the league.
3: He well you you dominate the, the talent that you're in front of you're saying with football. Everybody that's in front of you ain't no five-star. But if you go out there and handle your business and dominate like you know you're supposed to and don't play down to your competition, that's all you can do.
5: True, but I'm just saying they'll find a reason to be oh, negative. I, I, I agree with you, but I'm just saying they'll find a loophole, try to turn a narrative why you shouldn't go there because they'll be like, he ain't playing no real competition. And I agree with you. And that's going to be narrative when they do go to HBCU. But now if you get in a tournament and you go beat top teams who are ranked, they can't say that. That's what I'm saying. That, get... that, that, that way, they don't get them anything negative to say. So, if you're saying, oh, they was beating up on these teams, but if I get in the tournament and go all the way to the Elite Eight or the Final Four, you can't say, oh, they wasn't good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was kind of like with road Villanova. Road. It was kind of like when Villanova beat – before they got on the map, they beat Georgetown. Oh, they was good. They ain't been playing nobody. But when they got in the tournament, even when Hampton went that year, right? When Hampton had that run.
4: Beat Iowa State.
5: Yeah, Hampton made it to like, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You need that running the tournament so they can't have that narrative saying it wasn't playing nobody. I don't, I think the problem is, man, is that, uh, and, and to
1: be honest with you, bro, I think you're thinking of it from that old school logic perspective. Man, what are you doing, man? I have to go get my charger. Um, I think you're thinking about it from that old school perspective of what, what people have to do to get some type of availability and the variety. I think you need to kick that out your brain. Um, look at what the outlets they're utilizing now, and get a better aspect. Like at that point, they don't need that. They don't need a top athlete. Top Michael Williams has two or three million followers without high school, any college, without even college. Uh, um, um, outlet. He don't need it. <laughs> He's gonna be a top five pick regardless. But if he goes, first of all, Alabama State plays those top teams too. They've not play early in the season.
0: Yeah. They get thrashed, but no one they play them early in
1: the season. So moves. now now Mikey Williams being on that team is gonna be on ESPN. It's gonna be on it because people wanna see what did that kid do when he went to HBCU? What is he doing? And if he goes out and drops 30 on the on the top team a Kentucky or Iowa State or any other team, I'm just naming teams, then everybody looks at that differently. It's not I get what you're saying, but he has to be the person it has to be somebody of his talent to go there and really go and prove to everybody that not only was this a great choice for him but he's still a top tier player yeah. and and i think once he does that that changes everything it yeah. changes everything and then he's going to get all the support from the community and just like jaden i'm going to repeat what jaden rose said He Jalen Rose said he's gonna have way more fun. So clearly Jalen Rose (laughs) looked at it like (laughs) Jalen Rose looked at it like a situation where he's probably been, you know, he's he's he knows what it is, and he's been looking at it like yo, like he's saying this, he said himself. He's gonna be way more fun. So clearly he's looking at it like, hey man, you can go to the large schools, that's great. Nobody's gonna be mad at you for that. And I wouldn't be mad at Michael Williams at all. But the fact that he's that he made that comment, he knows. He's like, listen, probably he used to go probably down to Wayne State or any other the other HBCU or kick it at the Hampton or anything like that. He probably went down and kicked it
5: <laughs> and
1: had the best time of his life. Yeah, and then, well, then, then, it then
5: his down. mother, or somebody went there. Somebody, one of the kids' mother went to HBCU. The one, mom, and Michael Williams,
1: Michael Williams' mom went to Hampton. Yeah. yeah. She graduated from Hampton. She went to. And you know
5: how you know how moms who went to them HBCU they, they bring you up as a little kid. This way you going take you yeah, to the football it, games. The, you know,
1: I hope yeah. so. But like I said, man, I think if he, I think he's the he can be the one. It can be another. I mean, we just saw a kid who was committed to St. John's decided to go to Norfolk State. Yep. So I, I listen, man. It can be it. If it, it, it don't have to be five. But if it, you can poach at least ten, to fifteen top top 20, top hundred players to go to HBCU, and, and all it's gonna do is raise the profile of the HBCUs.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree. And we'll and, and then at that point, man, you know, then 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 HBCUs start coming part
5: of big time basketball, a big time football. Yeah, because they'll start getting that TV money. That exactly.
4: Uh, yeah.
3: Now what we all. Now you. Who's man. the best coach?
4: they'll be coming back to where it was. Because like like the little video you sent out, it was already at the highs of the high. It just took everything from us. It just started poaching us instead of so one of the bigger schools.
1: I will, I hope that I'm on this earth to see it. I think uh, you
5: will, though. Okay. You will. I,
1: I, you mean, I, mean, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But if I'm on the earth to see that, that transpire in the nearby future, in the immediate future, man, I will be like, wow, this is... This is when you start seeing some real change because we're we're taking back our own community. We're taking back our own um, talent. We're taking back our own situations.
5: We're putting because right now direct our own situation. Cause especially in football, that's what that's what's the thing. You, you had some of the best NFL players of all time came from the SWAC or uh, yeah. HBCUs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I just straight sweat like like Walter Payton, Jerry Rice, Steve McNair. Yeah. yeah.
3: Needs Williams, I mean it's a lot of them, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like if uh, we,
1: Williams, yeah, if, we, if it's if if it ain't a time, today's the time.
3: Time, yeah. time is none. And I feel like it'll be, it'll be dope, bro. It'll yeah, be. Man, as we wrap this up, man, I got one last topic. Boxing is back. I've been watching it on Top Rank. It ain't too bad. It's kind of different with no fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little <laughs> tough. But you just see Fury and Joshua signing like a two fight deal. What does that? What did that does that? What does that to the heavyweight division, and, and how does it affect Wilder? Because he's kind of like that wild card in that in that mix. I've never been a big fan of Joshua in any damn way. Dude was a bump for me. What do you think, D Man, uh,
4: look, I hope I hope Wilder get get the ground beneath his feet, and he can throw a wrench in all of this. I think they,
3: got a, they got a rematch clause. Yeah, they got a
4: rematch before oh, uh, a he Fury, Fury fight. So he, can, fight. He, can throw a, he can throw a wrench in all of this. I it's hope right he, in December. I hope he, I hope he. he, he a he wrench in
0: plane.
4: I hope he's learning how to box and not coming out with them shenanigans with all this stuff. Get the ground beneath your feet, dude. Quit looking for the knockout punch. That's him, Huh? That's his style. I mean, bruh, can, you got to learn how to box, bro. You gotta learn how to I think get. He the, box pretty decent, and says for this size, bro. I think he be a decent boxer. Bro, listen, he got. He can be better than what he showed the other oh, times. Of course can be better yeah. Yeah. Him, That's my point. So he got to improve the jab and don't wait on the wait on the knockout punch. Put that jab, get that jab together, use it. I'm like, dude, you six what? Six seven? My oh, boy, big. So, so I'm just like, bro, use your jab. Get the boxing down. You gonna if he if he can ever get that jab perfected. He's going to get the knockout punch. He got this. He, I mean, he's going to get it. But if you if you don't use it and you're just waiting on the knockout punch, people gonna take advantage of you. But yeah, that, so yeah, I, I think yeah, but
1: that I jab think ain't that jab ain't shit when you jabbing somebody
4: that's six nine seven feet tall. Man, but you got to
1: use
4: it. was six nine seven feet. Bro, you gotta use it. It don't matter if you're just gonna sit there. And just was,
1: a- how's it How's affected when you fight somebody taller than you and bigger than you? Your man, yours. At least faint it.
4: At least faint it. Don't just sit there and just hold and hold and let this man push you around all night.
1: Bro, I think, I think so
4: sometimes works. I think what you're saying
1: sounds good, but I think sometimes, man, you just gotta his strategy shouldn't just be jab, bro. He's gotta figure. He may want to do something else and I agree with what you're saying, but I don't know if just jabbing
4: no, no I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, you got to be able to move, even if you don't use the jab, but at least have it in your arsenal the way of a dude. He, need just, loser, he needs to be less predictable. Yeah, because everybody knows he's holding he, he it for that one shot. Like, come on, dude. You got you to gotta do different things. You got to change it up. You can't just fight this man the same way you've been fighting him all the time.
1: Hey, man, I think the story, I think the topic was about Fury and, and
4: Joshua. Like, I
1: don't know what way. I'm just like, saying. No, I'm just saying. Why are you still talking about it? The
4: reason why I said it because Wilder is the wild card in this. Yeah, he's the
1: wild card, but what about Fury and Joshua?
4: And yeah, what do you think about that? <laughs> I saw Joshua fight a couple of times. Uh, he don't really impress me. Fury don't really impress me. I mean, neither one of them really impress me. But I do I, I gotta see Joshua some more. I, I think it's gonna be an interesting fight. I, I it's gonna be one of them fights that you like, uh, like what what, what are you doing? It ain't I don't think it's gonna be exciting. I just don't. What
5: do you
3: think,
4: Keith? Wrap it up.
5: Um, I really don't know too much about Joshua, but I know uh I think Fury gonna be hard to beat though for a while, man. Just you know, the dude just a, a pure boxer at a heavyweight.
0: Yeah.
5: And I, don't, I just don't – I don't know if I see any one body right now beating him right now. I think he going to hold a belt for a while. Just, Joshua you know. got uh, three of them. Huh? Joshua got three of the belts. You say who? Joshua? Yeah, he
4: yeah. got three of them.
5: Yeah, and, and I don't know too much on him, you know, because I hadn't been watching heavyweight, but like, yeah. I was just very impressed what I saw of Fury last fight. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was impressed. The first – I thought he won the first fight against Wyatt. I think it was a draw, right? I yeah. thought he won the first. Yeah. I, I thought he won the first fight, but um, I just see he's he's probably gonna hold the belt for a while, man. If he stay focused and stay on the, you know, what I'm saying, in great shape when he comes into the fight. Yeah. So, cause I, I like I said, I thought he won the fight, the first fight against or uh, the first time they fought.
3: Yeah. What you think, JD? Closes out, bro.
5: I, I, I agree with everybody
1: else, man. Uh, I would It's gonna be interesting to see how it works. It, I already have a two-fight deal. That means that the implication got to be that that everybody thinks the Fury would beat Wilder coming up in the in the fall um, uh, winter.
0: Yeah,
1: and I would love to see Wilder win that fight because it would destroy everything.
0: Yeah, it would.
1: <laughs> it would destroy absolutely. It would
3: everything. make the money. Everything,
1: everything awesome. will everything will fade away, and then every fighter will have one loss. So yeah. it would be no undefeated fighter. It wouldn't be no reign supreme. It'll be over, and it'll be the most interesting part of the fight. It'll be damn near perfect chaos.
4: So what? So so do you think if, if Wilder was to beat Fury, do you think Wilder should fight Joshua before for Fury two fights?
1: No, I think if Wilder beats Fury, I think Fury should still fight Joshua, and whoever fights that, we end up fighting. Um, we end up fighting uh, um, Wilder Deontay. But yeah. this
4: is me. Wilde, Wilde
1: and Joshua had a belt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So whoever they fight anyway, Fury and Joshua fight anyway. So whoever fight Joshua, will end up, I mean, the first fight between Fury and Joshua, I'm talking about the first fight. Whoever fights that, whoever fights that, she ended up, whoever wins between, I mean, like I said, Wilder wins, whoever fights wins between Fury and Joshua, it's sort of like a, it's like a round of elimination. Then, whoever loses that fight will be eliminated. And then Wilder fights the, the victory of that fight again, probably, because if it's Fury, it'll be the second time. If it's Josh, it'll be the first time. Yeah, so fair. it will eliminate everything. I think what they really need to do is just have a three, a three heavyweight elimination between them, all three of them, because all three of them are kind of equal. Um, outside of Fury's a little bit, you know, he's kind of head and shoulders above a little bit because of the fact that he's not lost. He's a linear champion and a WBC champion. But I think they all should have some type of round-robin,
3: all dope. fight each
1: other, uh, and, and just kind of eliminate all the talk.
3: Yeah. Man, it's been a good one,
5: bro. A uh, lot of hey, bro, we, get, we, we, gotta, we, gotta, we need to come up with, with a time, with a, uh, like they do on our. Know, uh, Y'all be talking too say, much, man. Yeah, we need one of them women on to say, hey, bro, cut it all right <laughs> now. Next. We be going, bro, two, three hours. <laughs> I mean, it's
1: not a bad thing, because it's always a good thing if you're trying to, you know, get some good information out there.
5: But if you got somebody watching, I'm just saying, I don't know, they're going to stay here for two hours.
1: I'm not really worried about them staying there for two hours. They just need to stay, click, and say, yep. So that, Yo, that's all they need to do. Wow. We just need oh, to no, subscribe, yeah. bro. That's it. That's all. Yeah,
3: it has been a good one, bro. Any parting words,
4: these springs Man, everybody enjoy your day. Get out, get a little breather. Don't stay in the house, you know. Let your hair down, have a good time. Enjoy the, enjoy the good weather. I'm, I'm
5: about to say, by hair Raymond coming on home, bro. <laughs> I'm coming to the ball, brothers. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. You 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 coming on home, bro? <laughs> on to the ball,
0: brothers.
4: <laughs> you might
5: got another. You might got another three
3: months. <laughs> oh hey, I got more than that, man.
4: Hey, you need to let that Rick Ross go, bro. Trying to get that
3: cheap up in hand, ball. trying to get yeah, that. Yeah, bro. No, we ain't doing that. Go, go. We ain't doing that. Keeping <laughs> the fun words? Uh, yeah, bro. Uh,
5: you know what I'm saying? It's another uh, pot. It's good to be back. I I think i probably been out, what, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, two weeks? yeah. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, so it felt good to be back. Uh, You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get out later and enjoy some of the sun. But,
0: it's nice. yeah, out, bro,
5: man. like I said, another, you know what I'm saying, epic. Uh, you know what I'm saying, podcast be put up today. That's the well, reason why it's
1: two hours, because it's taking so long to end, yeah. man, like,
5: You just like, ain't <laughs> with some words. You know, some funny words. It's taking like two minutes to say ten words. Like. Hey, I'm on this, this uh, shout-out. I'm on this pine episode of Rock right now. That's Raymond. the problem.
2: You're over here yeah. drinking,
5: and that's the reason why you can't get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> like, like,
2: hey, like but, I'm like, man. Hey, why is it taking you so long to <laughs> just say, you know, just say he's partner I had to think about my words, right? <laughs> I,
5: really, you know, yeah, I had to get my words together. Yeah, you that, know. I had to get my words together. But I like the content of the show today, brother. The topic was very good. Oh, yeah. We're starting to get a lot of content where we can talk about. I know for, for the that, like last month, we were struggling to come up with stuff, bro. I'm like, what are we going to talk about?
3: Yeah. So, it's it, over it, up. we're going to get the content. JD, what you got? closes out, bro.
1: Nothing, nothing extra. Keon pretty much said everything.
3: <laughs> okay, so, like
1: D
5: Springs over here, dog. No,
1: they're saying everything. <laughs> so so man, listen, man. Great show. You know what I mean? And uh yeah, let's get out of here. All right.
2: <laughs> Thank you